Hello and welcome everybody to DC Figures and Collectibles. I am Tyler G of at Batman Figs on Instagram, and I am joined by my co-host Scott, all the way from Stoke on Trent, England. How you doing, Scott? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Uh, thank you for listening. Hello, Tyler. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing splendid, but great stuff. I'm hoping that you had a really good day yesterday because there's it a big it was a big day for you, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was a big day yesterday. Yeah, because Dark Side attacked the Batcave. <laughs> <laughs> On my page, no, but, oh, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, it, it was my birthday yesterday, and I'm gonna say a huge thank you to you and everybody. On Instagram, who uh, who wished happy birthday? Yeah, it really does mean a lot. And that picture you posted just meant the world. So thank you. Oh, I knew it was your favorite figure, so I had to do how to use that. <laughs> yeah, if you'd have put like a, a a Deadpool picture on, then or a Black Panther, or... we, oh, we would have gone down very well. No, Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did you? What did you do? Did you do anything special with your family? Did you uh, really, just no, take I'm, a bunch of pictures? Uh, well, not not really. I was at work all day, so it, it was hard to really find time to do much. Uh, uh, yeah, um, time off now and been spending all morning doing pictures, quite literally all morning. It's just been um, fantastic fun. Yeah, really, really good fun. Got loads of new content. So, yeah, good. Some of which you've seen, which is quite cool. Yes, and I'm just I'm glad that you you're taking such a long time off. That's uh, hopefully you get to enjoy that and rest. Well, it's almost been like it's been eleven months of solid work um, without Holy having crap. Like, a, a week off. So yeah, I need to uh, recharge, and I'm just going to use it to take pictures all week. I think, which is uh, seems like a good way to spend it. Sounds perfect to me. <laughs> and did you uh, have you got any new figures recently? Um, okay, so. I've got a lot of new figures in order. Um, my mum, very kindly for my birthday, brought me the uh, DC um, Icons accessories pack. Uh, pretty, which is a pretty cool pack. So I'm going to definitely use that and do some pictures with those things, especially those Joker fish. Those Joker fish are very cool. What about the? Think, that's the one that came with the the Green Lantern squirrel. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> It was it's pretty cool, and it's, it's weird actually because um, I, I have to confess I had already got the um, the accessories pack. I'd already got it, so it was a duplicate that my mum bought me. But I was actually really happy to get it because the, I'm going to use the the Joker fish in in that, like I say, to make it a, a bit more of a I don't know, give the shot a bit more depth than I'm going to do with it, and also the. Squirrel Green Lantern that's come with it. It's it, it's it kind of faded, so it's, it looks blue, not green, in the packet, which is pretty cool. Um, you get so the gonna, alternate version. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and seek out a blue lantern figure from somewhere of anybody if I can, and do a picture of them because that'd be quite um, an interesting idea to do. But it's it's like a similar color blue to maybe like Superman and the the animated Superman color. It, it looks very strange, which is actually pretty cool. So. Kind of glad to pick that up. They must have done a dodgy paint job on me, which is uh, actually quite cool. So I'm definitely going to do that. But um, I also got um, on the way some Justice League Unlimited figures. Um, with, with ones that I got Static Shock and um, Amanda Waller. Finally got an Amanda Waller figure. I've been searching for one for ages, but 
Cole on the way. Um, That's pretty matches. awesome. Yeah, on Amanda Waller is just so cool. I've wanted to get a Lex Luthor and an Amanda Waller figure for ages. Um, so yeah, finally going to get her, which is just so cool because she's a fantastic character. You could definitely recreate a lot of cool scenes yeah. with her. Oh, definitely. Already got a few pictures in mind to do with, with her and Luthor and Batman and all the rest of the league. So, um, and I got a few Batman Beyond figures that I'm going to use with it. And yeah, just and then the the most exciting one <clears throat> by far um, that I'm getting from a, this was this those are what I've bought. But then for my birthday, I've also got the um, brand new. Multiverse signature Joker and Penguin, which I'm really excited to get because they look just outstanding. They're on the way, right? They, they are on the way, yeah. They're, okay. God, I'm so excited about getting them. And I'm even more excited about Joker than Penguin, to be fair, because I've not got a Ledger Joker. Um, so I'm really excited to get him because he just looks outstanding. Nah, I, I can't wait till those start showing up in general. Yeah, they they're so sick. The figures look amazing. So I I, I just uh, pre-ordered the penguin from a, a GameStop. Oh, cool! And be, and I just kept looking at pictures of him afterwards. And yeah, I just really love the fact that they went soft goods with the his little tunic or his coat. Yeah, definitely. It does. Just it's outstanding figure. He looks perfect and. Um, the head sculpts are amazing on those figures, absolutely outstanding. It's such a shame Matt's not going to lose that line, but um, we yeah, don't speak about that yet. So, besides Penguin, have you got <laughs> new plastic friends on the way? Uh, I don't know about on the way, well, hopefully, soon one on the way. I started to see, and if if you guys want to order the uh, new Ascending Knight, is it? Oh, or Sovereign, is a Sovereign Knight. Yeah. The new Sovereign Knight, the black version, definitely go hit up at uh, One Stop Toy Shop. He has those available. And yeah, I'm hoping that the blue variant starts to ship out soon because I have that on pre-order. I'm glad you've mentioned him because he's another one that I'm hopefully going to get next week. Sovereign Knight looks awesome. The, which the black are you going to get the blue one or the black one? Which one are you thinking of? <laughs> well, I'm debating right now. I'm going to see, uh, I think his price is 80 and you know, I I could get it if I wanted. It's just a matter of whether or not I desire one or two of those versions and, you know, that sort of thing. Mm, I think yeah. I might just stick to the blue because I have plenty of black versions of Batman. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I'm lo- really looking forward to that that version and I'm also looking forward to seeing people's pictures and, I don't know, I might get influenced into trying to get a sovereign knight from a one-stop toy shop oh, <laughs> if i uh i mean you only live once might as well <laughs> i think i'm gonna get the the, the black version you know I, purely because i feel like everyone's got the onyx already yeah lots of people are gonna get the blue one and the black one is he just looks like the justice league batman and that's my favorite so yeah it looks like the justice league version popped off of the yeah. like into the real world style yeah Definitely, and um, but like you say, probably will get influenced and then buy the blue. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, we haven't really seen that kind of bat symbol on a Mezco figure for a long no. time. Ever since the Dark Knight Returns figure, so it, it's very, very cool to see. Yeah, I like it how it's three D looking, popping out. Yeah, but other than that, I I uh, 
I ventured out of the old comfort zone and oh, I've gotten, this, this is good. <laughs> I picked up a few different things. Uh, one figure, I picked up a, a basic uh, Professor Hulk figure just to get the, the Infinity Gauntlet that is Iron Man just to use as a prop and stuff. Yeah. And then I mentioned getting Ronan, I believe, and I have him. I got him finally, and I I use that just to get the Infinity Gauntlet, and I'm going to use that for a bunch of props as well. But other than that, I I actually got a couple of Star Wars figures. Yeah, I got a, a Black Series um, Luke Skywalker, where he's disguised as a Death uh, a Death Star. It's called Death Star Escape, but he's disguised as a stormtrooper. Yeah, and I figured that was pretty cool because I already have a few a few Star Wars figures and you could just put the helmet over him and it's basically two figures for one. He becomes a stormtrooper if you don't want him to be Luke. Yeah, he looks a really cool figure. Thanks. A bargain right there, two for one. And then I also got, I also got, but I don't know if I'm going to keep him or take him back because he's actually a really cool figure and I just don't know if I'm going to, because you know, well, I got the uh, a battle droid. Have you seen those? No, I haven't. That sounds interesting. It's uh, from the Phantom Menace. They're the very thin battle droids, and they're. Oh yes, yes, of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got one of those, and he's actually a really cool figure. And I wanted him because I knew he was rare, and I, I had uh, some Star Wars figures, and I was like, oh, I could use him for a background prop or something. Yeah. But the only ones I really want to collect because you could go down a Star Wars rabbit hole very quickly in collecting figures. Yeah. The only ones I want to get are from the, my favorite movie of it, and that is the uh, New Hope. So I'm just gonna get all figures from that line. And yeah. oh, for man. that, you've got to yeah. get that droid. He's sick. Yeah, I mean, Yin Keats taking a few really cool pictures of him too. I'd love to see you do a picture with him, Luke, and then the Nightmare Batman together or something in the desert. That would look so cool. <laughs> with C3PO and all that. Yeah, do it. Oh, that would be amazing. I'd love to see that. I don't know. I'm not getting many much response with my uh, Star Wars pictures, and I don't really care because I enjoy them. I love just trying to recreate the scenes, but I don't think people are too happy when I post. No, I, I think it's great to break away sometime from uh, what you usually do, and I, I don't know. I feel like it gives a bit of a burst of creativity and it does something um, and brings in some different people as well to your page that wouldn't usually see it so i think that's quite good i mean that that's what's happened a lot of times for me like i've found pages that i've done like one batman shot and then i look at them they got all this different kind of stuff on there which i really enjoy so i think it's quite cool actually that you, even if you don't get the response you're hoping for you get response from different people so i feel like that's definitely a good thing that's true i even did my first all marvel shot where it's yeah. just uh, <laughs> black panther and ronin I'm disgusted that I was the one that was the two of us to do it first, which is annoying. Yeah, I, I joined you. I joined you. I paid a... Uh, no, it's a good shot, though. I, I do like that um, Iron Man uh, fist. It looks pretty cool. I feel like the Flash could pull that off quite well. I, I was thinking about using him in some different post. <laughs> yeah, because since he's the one that can time travel, then it's red, it's red as well, so I feel like that would fit in quite well. Yeah, I I, uh, I think I'll enjoy using the Infinity Gauntlet. It's definitely worth the price, I think, to get a cool accessory. 
Mm, but then speaking speaking of going out of your comfort zone, you posted a picture I haven't ever figures I haven't seen you really ever post, and that was a that was a, the Trinity of the the a different kind. Yeah, oh, the yes, gods yeah. among us. Yeah, the um, I'm looking at it. So here we go. Um, yeah, Justice League gods and monsters are. Oh, it's gods really and monsters—that's cool. what it is. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool animated film actually, and um, you know it gives the creators a chance to, like we were just saying, break away from what they usually do, and they give a whole different take on these characters. And uh, I mean, if they ever want to do a follow-up movie to Fatal Five, why not get the Justice League to fight these three? I think it would be a really cool movie if, like, have them. Bit like you know, a little bit like what they did with a better world, where you get like a, a timeline collapse on one another, and um, they sort of meet each other in an alternate universe. That'd be so sick. I'd love to see that happen. That really would be. Yeah, I mean, these three genuinely are three of the best figures that they, they like that they've produced because they've got fantastic articulation. The ankle pivots are there, stiff joints. You've got really good head sculpts, beautiful paint jobs as well. And um, the packaging they come in is amazing too. So um, the accuracy of the characters is there. They've got such brilliant details. I mean, the, the ears on the Batman are just amazing. And didn't these figures come out before they started releasing the regular Batman anime series line? Um, I'm not 100% sure. Probably did, actually. They, they could they could well have, although I'm not 100% sure. I'll have to check. But, um, yeah, they're great figures. They really are. And the Wonder Woman in that. In that uh, three is the highlight. Just the details are brilliant, and um, sort of got those apocalypse-like details on her with the shoulder pads and um, the chest plate. Yeah, just brilliant figures, and really, I really do enjoy taking pictures of them. It's uh, an underrated movie. Really enjoy it. I remember seeing one scene, and it was like Harley Quinn with her, like, and that was really dark. She had like her dead family's corpses and stuff. Yeah. Like, holy crap. I remember one of the first scenes where Superman just karate chops somebody in the stomach and kills them. It's just a brutal movie, but really, really good fun to watch. <laughs> definitely an Elseworlds story. Uh, yeah, most definitely. And th- you've also done some fantastic shots. And I got to say, the shot that you posted for our last episode for The Great Ghost was so, it was just so money. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you. That's kind because that. That one was uh, a pain to set up. So, yeah. Um, the lighting is perfect. I feel like it's even perfect. It matches the exact episode. Thank you. Yeah, that's kind of and that screenshot of the sort of like the, the backdrop to Grego's promotion was taken straight from, straight from that actual scene. So, um, we're trying my best to get it as accurate as I could. But, yeah. Definitely wanted to recreate that because I feel like you've gone in a timeline leading up to that one. I know that was the first shot you posted, Grey Ghost. I thought I'd go full circle with it and uh, put a, that, that scene in there. Well, you definitely you did it perfect justice. I love how much it, how much it looks just like the scene. Thank you, and likewise, man. Like your Grey Ghost shots have been really inspiring to do pictures of him. I think he's the one that I've done pictures of the most Grey Ghost because he's just so cool. So. Yeah, I really love your pose of the latest one you did with them too, where you posted a picture of all four of the newest figures uh, from the yeah. latest wave. I had that, I've had that shot in mind ever since they were announced. I just couldn't execute it at first, but I mean that that shot isn't the best. But I just wanted to get all four in the same picture, um, just because they're so cool. 
Yeah, and they all they look brilliant together. Good excuse to use the old Chun's line as well. Yeah, that was a nice little nod. <laughs> I think any anyone who uh, is a big fan definitely took notice. Yeah, and like in the last episode, I hadn't got Two Face and Scarecrow, but holy crap, they're amazing. Two Face is just brilliant. I think Scarecrow is my favorite, but Two Face is awesome as well. As well. You, I gotta say, um, the well, I gotta say one more picture I really love that you did is the the Scarecrow one you did right after the Great Ghost one, uh, where it's in, yeah, the, yeah. in the vault. The yeah. lighting and everything is just really good on it. I love the close-up flame, like it's a bit in front of uh, yeah. Scarecrow. I like oh, that touch oh. as well. Yeah, oh, Scarecrow is just unreal. Such a great figure. Details. Now, the reason I want to bring him up is because I feel like it's extremely hard to take a bad picture of him. Yeah. But then you, yeah. you mentioned Two-Face, and I feel like he's growing on me as possibly might be one top in Scarecrow because – I feel like the pictures that you could take with him, he just, something about his paint job, it just uh, photographs extremely well. It really does, yeah. Um, no, he is an outstanding figure, and the, uh, the the bad side of his face is just so good. It, it's unreal. Yeah, I don't know how they're able to match it perfectly to the show like that, especially with how tiny those little bumps are and everything. Yeah. It's oh, it's absolutely crazy, and the articulation on him and on him, and sort of the slightly baggier suit than the new Adventures one. They nailed it. They didn't go too overboard with it. And yeah, the gun that he comes with is brilliant as well. Yeah, it reminds me of the old uh, Kenner version where he came with a, a gun similar to that. Yeah. yeah. Only, of course, much bigger. <laughs> yeah, they're absolutely fantastic. This whole line is just brilliant. And then you also which I don't see enough of. I don't see enough of uh, the, the new Batman Adventure Joker. And you took uh, a picture of him with the yeah. with uh, Bud and Lou. <laughs> oh, taking yeah. the dogs out for a walk. Yeah. Uh, that's um, a picture I was going to use for... It was maybe about a month ago we did um, a favourite quotes weekend. And I'd taken that picture... Um, ready to use for that because I love that line when he's just like, "Hey, do I hit your kids?" Actually, <laughs> <laughs> and that was going to be in that weekend, but I, I eventually dropped it for another shot. But um, I had to keep it because I, I love that quote. Um, <laughs> joke was just hilarious. And well, I'm glad was, you kept it. Thanks. Yeah, he's he's such a funny shot. Um, sorry, funny quote from the Joker. He's, he's so cool. But yeah, the Avengers Joker it really doesn't get many shots. Um, but another figure that doesn't get many shots is the Essentials Joker, unless we're on your page. Because that <laughs> Essentials Joker is just growing on me so fast. I mean, the, the picture you took um, in front of the crowd, because I know you've been mentioning about a movie that um, is the Joker film is based off. Oh, yes. And um, my cousin, who is... He's a big Star Wars guy. He has a big Instagram. His name is at Venomous. Mm. And he messaged me and said, hey, have you seen uh, King of Comedy? And I said, no, but I know why you're asking, right? Because Joker's based on it. He said, yeah, but you, you've got to see it. It's for free on Amazon Prime if you got that. And I watched it and holy crap. I got to say, it is a fantastic movie. 
And especially if you pretend that Robert De Niro's character is going to be the Joker, the way the Joker is going to be portrayed, mm. it's it's extremely it's extremely crazy and it's also i think a lot of people if you read about what they say about this it's more relevant today than ever especially with the rise of social media and everything yeah so i think this movie is going to be fantastic and i could only hope that they actually do uh base at least part of the movie on this premise and i believe robert de niro is even playing an older version of a of a, a different character it's based on in that movie so yeah i'm really looking forward to it and i i'm really glad that you that uh you l- like that picture because i was trying to watch the movie and think of scenes that i could imagine uh that that they could be lifting or taking inspiration from and there's a few really creepy scenes and that this was one of them he's just talking to like a, a big mural of people that he has in his room just talking and telling jokes to himself it's just crazy i kind of like how um picture is black and white and then you've got the joker in color because it kind of shows his separation between himself and like society which is really clever ah thank you thank you yeah i i if anything i'm more pumped about this joker film than any new piece of dc media that's coming out (laughs) even though we have a lot of cool stuff to look forward to it's gonna be such an interesting movie really good it could either be absolutely epic or terrible. There's going to be no between with this movie, I think, and it, I'm really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. But, um, actually, the very next post that you did after that, when you've got, I mean, you've got to love Batman with a thumbs up. When you, if you don't love <laughs> Batman with a thumbs up, you have you have a heart of ice. Which <laughs> nicely on tune with your next post that you did today. Now, I was going to ask you about this one because. Um, for anyone who's not seen it yet, it's absolutely outstanding. The post of the day, the episode of the day for you, which is Heart of Ice. What an outstanding picture that is that you've done for that. I really appreciate it. That's uh, because I posted some of the pictures like uh, you've suggested and I've been doing lately. I'm posting some of the old pictures. Like, what can I do? I don't want to be. Re- I don't want to be redundant, and I don't want to, you know just do something lazy either so yeah i'm glad that that you thought that this was adequate that you thought this was good that's more than good enough. It's, it's absolutely fantastic and definitely keep doing what you're doing with your stories i love going through and seeing all the old shots yeah it also forces me to do something new because I, everyone could see all my previous shots i can't just <laughs> reuse one. Oh, it's, it's so um, cool seeing it's almost like an evolution of the the episodic pics it's awesome yeah, some of them are, are really bad. No, it's like how, you, how, it's you, funny. You, how you've built it up with props and stuff like that. I, I think it's brilliant. Well, I'm glad that you think so. We go As long as you think so, because you're one of the biggest animated DC fans I know. So that's, I'm doing <laughs> all right if you think so. <laughs> yeah, no, it's brilliant. I, um, I've got Batman in my basement. was, I think, my favorite one. I've seen all the previous shots. It's got loads of different recreations of that. Yes, and I think this is one of my favorite versions of it too because I finally uh, got a pretty well. I just feel like I got a, the best of what I could do up to now. And before I just kept using the stairs, but the extreme sets really helps. <laughs> is that the bank set as well? That one that has got another different use. No, this one's actually the uh, elevator set. Oh, it's the elevator. 
interesting because the extreme set showed that as well, which is pretty cool. Yes, they did, and I, uh, I still haven't pulled the trigger on something yet. I'm still debating on what to get from them. Oh, I should definitely uh, pull the trigger on that back game. Well, what I I'm debating now because I'm looking at Big Bad Toy Store and they still have that NECA Street Diorama set available. Oh, okay. And I'm thinking like you could get that and it's basically bare brick and you could totally customize it out and do graffiti or put posters and make it your own. So I don't I'm I'm debating which one I want. Because I could get more out of my buck with extreme sets, maybe get two for the price of that street diorama. It's like 115. Yeah. But we'll see. <laughs> Otherwise, I just think, should I just do not get it and save my money for figures? Uh, why, why do I have a sneaky feeling you may get both? I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> uh, I don't want to think about that, but no, we'll I see. Think, I think that they could be fantastic. Those, especially the extreme sets. Extreme sets just unbelievable. I've, I've literally mapped out a day where I'm just going to do extreme set shots this week. So, um, yeah, looking forward to doing more picks of them. Cause I bet you there's a, I bet there's a lot you're looking forward to this upcoming next few weeks. Oh, you're not joking. Just, just time to do nothing. It's going to be the exciting part. <laughs> do nothing and enjoy it. But I am, I am, I've mentioned this to you. I'm thinking of doing like a live Instagram video at some point next week so um what will you be sharing like a setup of a photo anything really yeah like, i mean I, I could do a, like a, a show off of your collection a, a, yeah perhaps so yeah something like that or just hang out with people would be pretty cool that would be cool yeah i'll have to do it at a time where we can both be in sync with one another because that'd be quite cool so yes, the... we're get, we've gotten pretty good at that. <laughs> well, yeah, we're rolling on seven months now, so it's going well. Yes. Now, in terms of uh, DC media, since we were talking about the Joker movie a little bit, yeah. did you see the new Batwoman trailer? I've yes, I've seen it. Um, very interesting. Give us your but... thoughts. For, for CW, I gotta say, I'm actually quite impressive. It looks quite good. Um, I think Ruby Rose is a great Batwoman. We put with them. We already knew that. I mean, I haven't seen the uh, the crossover they did, but just visually and from some of the parts that I've seen her in it, she looks great. And um, a Batwoman series, I think, would be pretty cool. I mean, I, I don't think it's gonna be long before we see a Superman and Batman CW series. To be honest, I think they're edging closer. And closer um, with it, it's like they've introduced Lex Luthor now, and we've also got Batwoman coming in. So I think we'll, eventually we'll see it. But yeah, Batwoman looks really, really, really good, and the costumes already nailed down it so much better than the other CW crap they've got. So um, yeah, I'm actually quite looking forward to it, and may actually watch the CW show as long as it's not too light and, and stupid. I think it could be pretty <laughs> good. What do you reckon? Um, I think that. What you said about it looking great and visually and the suit and everything is 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 right. It looks really nice. But I hated how almost literally every line is just like trying to like prove that a female is a better Batman than a male Batman. Mm. And it was literally almost every line to the point it's like beating you over the head. Okay, we get it, we get it. 
We get your agenda. And that's the thing I don't like about this sort of thing. And I, I told you uh, in the message, like, I want to like this Batwoman. And I'm going to definitely give it a chance and watch and hope that it's not yeah. as as redundant as the trailer was. And I don't know if they just did that to try to lure the social justice uh, people in to give them a chance and like the show or if it's really going to be that redundant, but I also just don't like uh, it. You could be a woman and be a good superhero and be dominant and not have to be putting any per- other person down at it. Like, why do you have to say, Oh, it's not perfect. Cause a woman's not done it yet. It's like, yeah, that's, yeah. you could just be like, well, say I haven't done it yet. Say yeah. <laughs> you don't have to say a gender. You don't have to bash another, uh, any other race or anything to just be better. And that's the kind of thing that uh, I've always liked about Batman in general is he's always had a quiet confidence. He doesn't go around bragging about how good he is about, uh, he's not going around. I'm the smartest guy in the room. He's the, yeah. yeah. He just, everyone knows he is and Absolutely. he doesn't have to go about talking about it. So I he really hope that. Louder than his words, yeah. And I, I don't want this to be like some quippy, like, every little thing she's like well i'm doing better because i'm a woman or or any of that kind of stuff because i just want to enjoy i in her first appearance on the cw show everyone was thrilled and there was no mention of oh i do it better because of this or that it was just she was really a total ba and she actually looked really cool in the suit The, the stunt work was good and everyone loved it so you don't have to put those kind of things in to like prove a point or anything. We already saw that she was really good at Batwoman. We, she was totally believable yeah. and we, yeah. we're already into it. Don't, so I don't know. I, I, I'm going to give it a chance though. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to watching it. I think it'll be, uh, it'll be uh, a fascinating series to see. I'm interested to see what villains are going to use, whether they're going to use like mainstream Batman villains or go a little bit sort of, I don't know, a bit more sort of obscure villains. Um, like perhaps someone like Professor Pig or something like that, or they, if they're going to go right into the mainstream ones, it's going to be fascinating. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. See what it's going to be like. At least give it, giving it a try, because CW generally is pretty poor, but it could be interesting. Well, I think they have something good as long as they don't pander to other people. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Just don't pander. Don't try to be like Marvel because we saw how much uproar there was over the Captain Marvel thing. Just, oh God, yeah. It doesn't need to be mentioned. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, to learn from like Wonder Woman. That movie. Yes, exactly. And she didn't need to say anything. Just the, her actions spoke louder than any words ever could. Nothing was shoved down your throat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to... If anything, I'm looking at least forward to the fight scene because those look amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I actually, like you said, it does actually look at uh, a couple of levels above any other CW production. Definitely does, yeah. 100% does. Um, on a side note, I'm, from what I've seen of um, John Cryer as Lex Luthor, holy crap, he's brilliant. Oh, I'll have to check it out. I haven't seen it. Um, I don't watch Supergirl, but I've seen some clips of him. He... I remember when people were slating him at first being cast, but holy <laughs> crap, he is freaking brilliant. I love John Cryer in Two and a Half Men. 
So I, I was a bit like, well, it's going to be really weird seeing Alan Harper as Lex Luthor, but holy crap, he is brilliant. Really brilliant. Um, I'll have to check that out. I'd just love to see Batwoman and Supergirl team up to fight him or something. That'd be brilliant because he, yeah, he seems fantastic. And that could happen. They already talked about uh, yeah. the big crossover being five different shows. Oh, yeah. And they're talking of DC shows. Uh, we have uh, we have a confirmation from the Dick Grayson himself from Titans that he will be wearing a new suit, which we can yes. only assume will be a Nightwing suit. Very glad you mentioned that because oh, this is going to be so good. I can't wait for Titans. I really can't wait either because I bought the whole year subscription, and I, I mean, I watch Doom Patrol, and it's cool and all, but it's just not as cool as seeing a Robin costume in live action or hopefully now a Nightwing one. It's certainly not as relatable, is it? Because it's it, the heroes that you you know and love and Titans, so it's you can certainly look back on it more. Whereas Doom Patrol something completely new. It's kind of hard to get on board with it if you've never sort of been with them characters before because I haven't, so it's weird. Yeah, it's like cool enough, but it's, it's not what I, the reason I love comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or comic uh, heroes. But then, other than that, we also have... Um, well, before... Did you see that bat suit for bat in the Batwoman stuff? Yeah. It looks very... Did you think that that looked humongous? It, it looked big. And it, and it, it looked sort of like Dark Knight-inspired, kind of. Um, yeah. Almost the beginnish cow, but with like a dark nightish body just want to say that that suit that nobody's in is better than any of the suits on the other heroes are in which is funny <laughs> it, yeah it looks also it just looks like an eight foot batman yes yeah it, does. it looks gigantic actually while you're talking to suits i've seen that the, um, the flash series is going to bring back the chin strap which is uh, thank goodness quite funny yeah so that he look less of an egghead yeah, and also just not have that saggy, droopy thing underneath the chin. Oh, that's funny. But that suits yeah. terrible even with it, so... That's why I still prefer the ver- the first uh, few seasons version of that suit. Mm. I did not like the non-chin strap look. <laughs> uh, but other than that, we also have some more news in the DC world. Yes. Correct? You, you break that one. Yeah, okay, so a strong rumor... Very strong room has it that um, the man from Twilight, of all people, <laughs> is going to be the lead in Batman, Robert Pattinson, which is quite interesting. Yes. Um, it's not confirmed, um, which is important, even though everybody seems to, to think it is. It, it 100% isn't confirmed that he is going to be Batman, but um, very interesting. And I have not seen Twilight or any of the films that he's been in. Um <laughs> I think certainly, um, I, th- I think visually, looks all right. People criticise Affleck, Bale, Ledger, Keaton. They all got criticised and said they weren't going to be right for the role and every single one of them killed it. So why not give this guy a chance? I think he could do good. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I've i seen even some fan art of him with the unmasked head just with a bat suit and he, he looks like a pretty good... Younger version of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Well, that's the best thing. I love that they've gone for somebody. He's 33 years old. Um, so, you know, they've gone for someone that could, you know, perhaps stay in this universe for 10 years. 
um, no problem. So, yeah. But also young enough. It's young enough, but old enough to where he doesn't look like uh, young Peter Parker, <laughs> Batman. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And also to ride on what you said about uh, people being angry or concerned about the casting news. Uh, he's the next movie he's slated to star in is Christopher Nolan's newest movie. Yeah. And he's the lead in it. And if Christopher Nolan's got faith in you, there you must Absolutely. be showing them something. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. It's nice to see someone he's from England as well, so we're gonna have another English Batman, which is quite cool after Christian Bale. <laughs> that is true. I mean, which would be pretty cool. It'll be interesting to hear his, his accent because in I've seen a few Twilights and he doesn't really talk much. It's more like brooding and looking. Yeah, yeah. But and those movies are so fun. They're hilariously bad. But I mean, he did his best with the materials. He didn't write the material. Yeah. No, I'm so looking forward to uh, the new Batman movie. It's going to be very, very cool to see what he does. I've seen rumors as well that Penguin and Catwoman are meant to be the main villains or aggravators in it. So it's going to be interesting. But yeah, really excited to finally get some sort of motion on the Batman movie and finding out what's going to be uh, what's going to be happening. So yeah, pretty excited about that. It'll be called Batman Returns Again. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> it will be. I, I always, I always am interested to see who will play or is going to be cast as a Catwoman. So that will be, uh, that'll be cool to see. Mm, definitely will. Because as far as I'm concerned, Michelle Pfeiffer still is the best version, and Hathaway did okay. I'd agree, Michelle Pfeiffer is the best. I mean, she wasn't really called Catwoman or anything in that in the Dark Knight Returns, so. That's true. She's just yeah, a thief, she really. She's that name or anything. She's just, she is just literally a thief. So. With weird goggles on her head. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird, wasn't it, seeing that? Um, hmm. She didn't have, have, have a cat or anything in it. It's just strange. We need, if we need you to see Isis on the big screen. Maybe, maybe that name wouldn't be able to be used, but something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they'll use that, sadly. I don't, think, I don't think that name would go down very well. No. Um, another thing I was going to mention as well in news, that um, people have been supporting JLB Fatal 5, which is great to hear. And I know oh, Susan, yeah. Eisenberg, Susan Eisenberg, the voice of Wonder Woman, has appeared on DC Universe to, to talk about it. And um, strong rumours circulating that we could have a new JLU movie again, or we could have a reboot of the series. So, yeah, like you know, if you want to see it, keep supporting JLV Fatal Five. It's it really does count this time, you know. But I think we we're genuinely getting close to maybe a a reboot or movie for the a full reunion. So yeah, let's definitely keep it going because it's it seems to be going really well at the minute, and all the cast are in on it. Kevin Con- Conroy's recently said he's in on it. He's also in on a new Batman Arkham game as well. Yes, which he said on Twitter, he's hundred percent up for that, straight from the man himself. So yeah, like you know, if we want these things, we've got to put our money where our mouth is and support them, because everyone always goes on about how they want it, but you've got to prove it. You know, you've got to show if you want um, these sort of things to happen. So yeah, you know, let's support these projects, and yeah, people are listening. You know, money talks. So if you were going to look into the future and 
maybe prophesy that these things are gonna happen and be great would you what would you what would that be you think it'd go well um i think a jail you reunion i don't think it can go badly i think it would be amazing <laughs> because you've got and we already the, got the figures exactly yeah and you've got all the main characters that could that could still be in that you've got joker that could come back into it again because they had the uh batman embargo on jail you which was um a shame. I think the only villain they had then that was Clock King. So if they do jail you reboot, I've got no doubt Mark Hamill will come in on it. Um, and you got Clancy Brown as well. He'd come back in for Lex Luthor because he's still involved with um, DC with like the Lego stuff and um, and some animated stuff he's involved with as well. And you've got all the cast that are still there, you know, and everyone is still 100% up for this. And you've got so many more characters that they can explore and. Um, yeah, I think it'd be a, a really cool idea for them to do, and that there's still so many more stories to explore. You know, that JLU could could still be going to this day, and they'd have so many different stories that they could explore. So yeah, really hope that this happens. And um, yeah, if they, I'd hope they make maybe a movie first, then see how it goes to reboot a series. But either way, I'd be happy. I think it's going to be amazing. What do you reckon? Would you want it to be like a, a short season, like maybe 13 episodes of some really good plot and story-driven material? Or would you want it to be like, mm. uh, like it used to be like 23 episodes with a few two-parters littered in there? I think it'd be good if they have um, 10 two-parters. I think you can mm. get 10, I think you can get 10 stories out of this series easily. I mean, Especially with all the characters. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we could have like um, you've got so many characters that you haven't even used, like like Reverse Flash, for example. I think that would be true. Really, really awesome to see Reverse Flash. You could do another Joker episode. You can bring back people like Scarecrow as well um, to use. And there's there's so many characters that that, that are just endless possibilities for. And if they wanted, they could kind of tie it into their DC Universe app and like also do animated versions of Doom Patrol and yes. Swamp Thing. And... Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There are so many possibilities. And they they mentioned Cyborg in the JLV Fatal Fight. Oh, yeah. So they could introduce characters like him and, like you say, tight to Doom Patrol and things like that. And I think it would be an absolute non-brainer to do something like that. They could get 10 solid storylines out of that easily and then make them two-parters like they used to. Um of Justice League or even if they just want to go for 10 individual episodes just get something nailed down that's a solid base to build on um, so that fans will get back on board of it and, and just build it up slowly like they did with the animated series build the universe back up slowly and, and then get everybody on board so that um, you've got a good found good foundation to build on so I think yeah it'd be, it'd be fantastic to see I believe so as well. As long as they take their time and make sure to uh, make sure to do it right, don't rush it. Yeah, definitely. And get yeah. Bruce Tim and Paul Dini involved. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, yeah, let's get all the same cast back together, and I think it'd be absolutely epic, absolutely epic. Now, because you uh, that was a very favorable forecast and prophecy, we have to go to a different kind. The Prophecy of Doom. Yes. And that is today's uh, Batman the Animated Series episode review with Scott and I. 
<laughs> which is um, it was quite. I said to you this morning, it, it really fun watching it back. I actually really enjoyed this one. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is interesting, especially because I remember being young. I would always, if it came on, I would do other things and kind of have it on the background because I didn't really care too much about the episode with this yeah. bad guy. But it is, it is actually a lot of fun to watch. And what it, so when you first think of it, what comes to mind? Well, I actually think this story is quite sort of modern day. It's basically a, a Ponzi scheme, isn't it? That <laughs> is essentially being run. Um, yeah. It, it's quite a modern day thing where you sort of get people to pay into something and then steal money. That's essentially the, the foundation of the story. So I think that's, it's actually quite, say it every week, I feel like, but it's quite ahead of its time. And um, yeah, I actually really enjoyed watching this back because Nostromos is actually quite a cool character incredibly deceitful and um yeah he just feeds on greed um, yeah, and preying on fear yeah and preying on their fear yeah definitely yeah <sighs> their fear of the unknown <laughs> now when we start off this episode is called prophecy of doom and we start off where we are we are taken on a very high-end, uh, decked-out casino boat, yes, and yeah. people are living lavishly. And it looks like it's definitely for the rich and the upper echelon of Gotham. <laughs> and they're just gambling away, dancing, smoking, drinking, and they have no idea that below deck there is a bomb that bursts uh, pretty close to the water, and so the water starts. The boat starts taking on the water fast, and they have to flee and. There's a big, big scene, and um, yeah. we we later see uh, Bruce with a friend who is talking about this famous Nostromo. So you've mentioned, yeah, and he is a fortune teller, and he talks about how he saved his life a few times already because he warned him about the bomb on the boat, and he decided not to go, and his his daughter who I, I believe Bruce is seeing her name is Lisa. Yeah. She is, a, she's very skeptical and she seems to be very smart and sharp and she just thinks it's coincidence. And uh, she invites Bruce to, or they, he, Bruce gets invited to go to a party that uh, is for Nostromo's honor because he's been saving her dad. Yeah. And then when they finally get alone, you know, Lisa starts talking about how she can't believe her dad believes this stuff and, <laughs> and and how like the the father is like so brainwashed now that he doesn't even make a move without <laughs> without asking for Nostromo's advice. Yeah. And she also believes that he pro he probably is like Harvey Dent in the Dark Knight and making his own predictions or luck happen. And yes. uh, she might be on to something. She, she may very, very well be, you know, because the, the ship explosion was mentioned. That, that was very convenient. And she's kind of like, oh, I think Nostromos' predictions are always right because he makes them happen. So, yes. Um, yeah, she's very skeptical, and rightfully so. Um, and Batman is even more skeptical. But um, as, as always, Bruce is uh, trying to get ahead of the game. So he, as they go back to the Batcave, he's looking up Nostromos and finds out that he's 
his name was actually Carl Fowler. He was a, a petty criminal with a sidekick called Lucas who was of a similar background. He's a petty criminal. Um, and I instantly thought of the picture you showed me when I saw this part. Yes, oh, that's, that's kind. Yeah, I showed Tyler a picture <laughs> of the episode that I made, episodic picture I made for it. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, he nailed it. <laughs> I knew exactly the scene. <laughs> yeah, I just love that scene because it just shows Bruce's detective side as well. And I love how they mentioned he's a petty criminal and been done for fraud because that's sort of like a, what is it essentially what he's doing here? So, you know, instantly Batman is, um, you know, he's nailed on his, uh, his thoughts about this guy and he knows 100% he's just conning people for money. But he, the only thing he hasn't got is evidence yet and he needs to find more concrete evidence, which, uh, you know, as we go through it, we'll find out if he does. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, I love that scene. That's probably one of my favourite in the whole episode where he's doing the investigative, investigative work because it's pretty cool to see that. It, it definitely is. I always love seeing Alfred helping at the early stages of the career. <laughs> uh, helping piss Bruce off with his sarcasm. <laughs> and his one-liners. <laughs> Uh, it's funny because Batman just completely ignores him um, yeah but it's also cool what you said about him being more of a detective because he was at that he was at that party where he first sees Nostromos and hears his, all his weird speaks like how he says things and his weird words yeah. and he lifts fingerprints off of him and that's how he's able to get and yeah. find out who Carl Fowler is this just nobody yeah yeah <laughs> Bruce is just a genius at unmasking criminals. Yes, and just with it, just putting him off with his charm. Yeah, definitely. I love how he uses um, he uses Bruce Wayne as sort of a, a way to find out about uh, these criminals, which is just brilliant. Always playing dumb too, as Bruce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he plays dumb really well in this episode. It's kind of funny seeing Bruce so naive, even if you know he's acting like it. <laughs> Still really funny. The, after uh, after the Batcave scene, we get we see Bruce going to work, and he's about to enter his personal elevator. And as he's about to walk through, a guard tells him, that, "Hey, Mister Wayne, uh, your elevator is fixed this morning. Don't worry about anything." And Bruce is kind of confused because he didn't even think that there's anything going on with it. And uh, he gets on, and while he's going, we start to see someone else is lurking in the building and. They pour acid on the wires that are holding up the elevator as Bruce is uh, using it. And luckily, he, he notices something's up and he's able to to escape. Yeah. but And also at light speed changes into the Batman costume. <laughs> yeah, literally light speed. I was like, whoa, how do you do that? <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Uh, then after that, we uh, he he starts to realize that he thinks Nostromos is after him, correct? Yes. And that he's yeah. uh, he trying to plan Bruce's death because he didn't believe that he was r the real deal. Yeah, definitely. And um, I love the, uh, the, the classic rooftop, rooftop chase scene we see as well. Yes. The, the, the classic villain, the hero, um, which is pretty cool. And then uh, what happens to Bruce after after he escapes the elevator? So he um, 
as you say, he chases up the uh, the villain to the rooftop and realizes uh, it was somebody who purposely tampered with it. Um, and as he's chasing him through the rooftop, the uh, actually one of the scenics from that rooftop I used in my latest post for this weekend, TV. Just a little interesting thing there. But yeah. Um, so he's chasing after um, this guy with a head mask on, so he doesn't have no idea who he is. Um, and he manages to escape in the end, jumping off the roof with smoke everywhere, and manages to disappear. It's interesting, Batman got done over by smoke once rather than using it <laughs> against somebody else. Um, so then it cuts back to a scene where Lucas has gone back to, to talk to Nostromos. And um, he's just like, oh, how was I supposed to know that the Batman showed up? Yeah. Because he, he wanted Bruce Wayne to die and he'd, he'd be able to collect all this incredible amount of money from this uh, fund. So, yeah, Nostromos is pretty pissed that he doesn't manage to kill off Bruce, but it was never going to be that easy. No. He has no idea who he's messing with. Yeah, and it also confirms to us that, you know, L- Lucas was the one that ran away from him on the rooftop, so it's all set in the viewer's mind now that um, he, Nostromos is definitely the bad guy of this story. Yes. And I always remember being young, I thought it was some, a different bad guy in disguise just because he looks so much like Ra's al Ghul. And he does look like al Ghul, doesn't he? Yes. And then after this encounter with, with uh, seemingly with death, Bruce becomes an actor and yeah. Pretends like he's shaken to the core. That's so funny. <laughs> by his uh, near-death experience, and oh, he's like, no. he's like on his hands and knees before Nostromo's. <laughs> it's just Conroy's voice makes me laugh in that scene. Yeah, it's like, uh, I know he's acting, but it still sucks seeing him do that. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it is so weird to see Batman showing weakness like that. Yeah, and he's so he. He says that he'll do anything to join the Brotherhood. And and uh, Lisa, who the girl he's seen as a big skeptic, she actually overhears it and is appalled. And she thinks uh-huh. that Bruce and her father are are nut jobs that are just coming to, uh, to what's it, what's it called? Superstition. Yeah. And she, uh, she, starts to look into things her own she goes into her own detective mode yeah she's actually quite a cool character in this um, I mean, she's the one that finds out sort of some of the dirt on the strobos when uh, he's delivering that meeting speech yes and this also will get her in trouble yeah in a uh, short bit yeah right before the great fall of course the, the, yes the great fall. <laughs> The Stromos is, is announced to um, to Ethan, who is Lisa's father. Um, he has uh, announced to him that the the world is in peril of a great fall, which is essentially a financial collapse. And yes. um, that everybody that is a member of this sort of um, prophecy prophecy of doom, as it were, is um, <laughs> is pay, paying into like a, a trust fund that will pay out. When this great fall happens, so that they, you know, they can uh, fix the city, they can live off it. That's uh, they can stay the from the banks. Yeah, but whereas in actual fact, the idea is that it will make Nostromos and Lucas incredibly rich. His words, not mine. 
So, um, <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a deceitful one, is Nostromos. And, um, but what he's very cleverly done is made it so that only Ethan can access it. He needs him to sign it off. So it's quite clever, you know, because it encourages people to pay in more and more. All he's got to do is get that little bit of leverage over Ethan, and that's it. He was 100% into that, all that money. I think they said it was like nearly 300 million or something like that because Bruce paid in 10 million to it, didn't he, when uh, the, uh, when he yes. signed up. So I think he said like nearly 300 million when he was in the back cave investigating it. So it's pretty <sighs> interesting. It's a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Uh, just kind of shows off the greed. I feel like this episode is a bit of a shot at those sort of liberal, um, self-appointed high-end people. I feel like this episode is a bit of a shot at them, which is uh, quite interesting. <laughs> Definitely. But then we see uh, that Lucas is controlling Nostromos on wires, which is quite interesting. When Nostromos is saying about the Great Fall, he starts lifting up and pretends that he's in agony and all this uh, from the Great Fall and the sound's <laughs> not good and all this rubbish. Um, he, he announces to everybody that the Great Fall has begun, you know, the Great Fall's at hand. And, uh, yeah, and they're all in like these weird hoods and robes. Yeah, yeah. It properly is like a a brotherhood sort of... Like a cult? Thing. Yes, cult. That's the word I was looking for. Cult, yeah. It is you know what I was thinking cool. while watching this? What's that? That it would be awesome. I know it's because... They, they can't do it now, but if the Court of Owls was invented before the animated series, and this would be like the Court of Owls. Oh, that would be insane, yeah. It would be really cool. No, but fantastic. No point of thinking, wishing it now, but... <laughs> <laughs> but that would actually make a cool Justice League episode as well. Yeah, they need to do something like that. A JLU Court of Owls thing, going back on what we said earlier, would be quite interesting. Put that in. But um, after... Nostromos has sort of been up on his wires. Lisa breaks into his sort of, it's not really a hideout, but, but for control room. Yeah, so he breaks into his little control room in his hideout. And um, she notices that Lucas is controlling him. It's not actually him like lifting up or anything like that, which I think deep down nobody ever truly believed that it was in that room. <laughs> um, they're just all gullible idiots, basically. <laughs> And, um, yeah, she startles Lucas and he captures her. And, um, yeah, so that, that's a pretty interesting scene and quite cool that she is the one that sneaks up and finds out about it. Yeah, definitely. I really like that she's given a part to play. Yeah, not just a, an added character for the sake of it. She actually has some meaning in the episode and... Uh, yeah, she kind of helps out Batman. She's like his sidekick for this. Until she is apprehended. Indeed, yes. Um, and she is uh, hung up on the moon um, <laughs> above the uh, above the sort of um, above Nostromos's sort of throne. Um, yeah, he's like a weird solar system thing. Yeah, it's that strange. Yeah, he's strange solar system he's got on the roof. Um. Where he reads the stars. Yes. <laughs> he do, he, yes, he reads the stars and predicts all these prophecies that are going to happen. Um, predicts them all with dynamite and plans. And then uh, we're, we're back to a scene like where you said, where Alfred is, he's shocked to hear that Bruce has given 
the Brotherhood $10 million. <laughs> and Batman assures him not to worry. It's just for appearances. Yeah. And then, again, what you said, it's grown to be over $300 million, And Batman knows that the only person that can actually control the fund and release the money to Nostromos is Ethan, yeah. which is uh, the old guy of the, the girl he's dating. And so uh, Ethan's very easily duped, except for he actually starts to come to his senses uh, once he almost barges in on a wigless Nostromo. So we learn he's bald. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is. I love that where he puts the wig on wrong. He corrects it and then just sort of backs away the, the wig story. That's funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, you just tell this guy really he's just an absolute idiot. Yeah, it's all about show. It's and underneath, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. just a rotten, ugly guy. <laughs> and we see Ethan come in, and he's uh he's asking the Stromos about you know what happened about the funds. He's hearing that uh, that the Stromos needs him, and the Stromos tells him that the big f- the big uh, fall is underway, and he needs him to sign the papers so that basically signing him over the money. And Ethan doesn't want to because he said he has to notify the other members. Yeah. And and Nostromo says he sees a bad moon rising. And as he says that, he points up and we see his daughter tied to the moon, as you said. And uh, basically, Ethan has no choice but to bring the to hand the papers over to Nostromo. Yeah. Then uh, what happens from there? Yeah, so um, Nostromos completely and utterly turns on uh, Ethan when he's sort of very sceptical and saying, oh, I can't do it without you know, the rest of the, the people being here. It's it's not something I can authorise. So. And um, Nostromos... Is well, yeah, well, let's just say he's not very happy about it, Nostromos, <laughs> um, to put it politely. And um, um, he then sort of uh, it's actually quite a cool scene how it, 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 they did it. Sort of the moon sort of coming towards him, and it re- slowly reveals that Lisa's up there, and then it, it leaves him cool. with little choice other than to uh, accept the uh, situation and, and sort of sign up to it. And at this point, um, we see the Stromos get thrown around from the control room by Batman, like a ragdoll. <laughs> Yes, the Stromo's just flown around the room everywhere, which is really funny. Um, it's just his voice as he, the guy that does the voice for the Stromo's does a cracking job in this episode. It's funny how he gets thrown really around. And, yeah, and his voice when he gets thrown around is like, it's so good. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and then Lucas immediately jumps to um, his feet and is like, oh, I'll go to the control room and his batty finds. Um, it's been tampered with in there, and the roof um, panel's been removed. So he uh, he quickly goes up to the roof, and then is sort of searching around for Batman. Because let's be honest, he knows exactly who it is that's uh, been messing around with his uh, equipment. Yes, no doubt about it. Yeah, but there's a, a bat infestation <laughs> in the roof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Batman, the classic entry. And then Batman, of course, battles uh, battles on the catwalk 
he try, he goes after saving Lisa, and he's able to free her. And while he's doing all that, Nostromos tries to grab the papers and run. Mm. But Batman unhooks a, a big planet as he's swinging, and it, it releases it towards the door, blocking the the escape route. And so Batman eventually does get Nostromos. Yes. And saves the day and saves the money from the weird culty brotherhood. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the end, he can't believe he was so gullible. Yeah. I love it when that big giant earth takes out Nostromos and his wig falls off. Oh, it's about time that thing came off. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Yeah, just that's showing him for who he truly is. Yeah. No, that's absolutely awesome. Uh, awesome ending to a pretty good episode of Radio Art, this one. Now, what would you rate it, though? Um, I'm going to actually give a 7 out of 10. I actually quite like this one. I don't know what yeah. it is, but it's it's quite a fun episode. I like the Strobos. I love his design. Um, recently, um, Zulu posted on his his. Um, Instagram, he was like, Oh, what things should I recreate? I was just like, I'd love to see you doing a Stromos because I think he'd be quite cool. Oh, so, yeah, I love that question that you proposed. Yeah, do like, um, do like the Stromos. I'd love to see him as a figure form. I think he'd look so cool with that purple robe <laughs> on in all colors. Um, yeah, that removable hair for the wig, <laughs> removable hair <laughs> that'd be brilliant. Oh, if they put it on a magnet or something, that'd be awesome. I'd love that. That would be. That's a great that idea. A little, little crystal ball or something, something fortune teller related. Oh, that'd be hilarious if they do that. I'd love to see it. But yeah, no, that that's pretty cool, and yeah, definitely would like to see that. What do you give it out of ten? I would say I'll go solid six. Okay. Okay. And it's not. It's story's okay enough. I like that. I like that. It shows a lot more detective side of Batman slash Bruce. Yes, yeah. Just I never was a big fan of the villain, and I was, yeah, just the villain, really. Yeah, I think the design's cool and everything. Um, this, I also just think it's kind of a simple story. Yeah, yeah. But it's a Batman one, so I can't hate it. <laughs> uh, it's really entertaining, like you said, just not the upper echelon of them. Yeah, definitely, and um. It's quite a cool alternate story. I mean, we, we've seen, I'd say maybe 50% of the episodes so far are of characters that they invented themselves or are of obscure characters, which is quite cool and um, just shows how they built their own universe as well, really. Yeah, I do like that they were never afraid to mix in original brand new characters that they created in between, like a Joker, Riddler, Two-Face, Grey Ghost. Well, actually, Grey Ghost yeah. is only invented. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that just shows that they they had great writing. They had no fear. They took risk, which is probably again why these episodes still hold up. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because again, it's a pretty mature storyline too. If you really think about it, just frauding people with, I mean, it's a lot of people still fall to this today, <laughs> being frauded. Exactly. It's probably even more so now with like, the internet and stuff. Um, yeah, it's easier than ever. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a fun episode, but it's not as uh, fun as the next episode. Oh, the next episode is um, huge, huge for you. Probably yes, the biggest. And biggest we're definitely gonna, 
I'll we're definitely going to do both parts in one day. Yeah, I think this is uh, one that you probably will have been looking forward to for quite some time. Yes, it's uh, Feet of Clay Part 1 and 2. Yes. I will be very much looking forward to doing those. Definitely. Oh, looking forward. I'm looking forward to doing the pictures for it. It's been ages since I've taken Clayface out of, out of hiding. So, yeah, he, need, he needs out. He does. He does. No, I think it's going to be a really, really fun um, a fun one to do. Clayface is just brilliant. I can't wait to see your take on the episode as well. Likewise, because I, I feel like your Clayface shots, you put so much effort into them, you can tell it really comes across because it's your favourite episode. So really looking forward to this next one. It's going to be fun looking back at them and definitely going to be fun trying to think of something brand new. Yeah, yeah. But you uh, you want to talk a little bit about our, our next guest? Well, our next guest, um, so we usually do a guest every six months, roughly guest, but this guy we put forward slightly because of uh, difficulties technically in the uh, in the first pod that we did. Yes. So we're very, very happy to announce that coming back on as a, uh, a customised connoisseur of the uh, DCAU, amongst other things, which I definitely want to talk to him about as well because um, he dips into other sort of series and different customs. And someone you've collaborated with on photos. Absolutely, yeah. And um, we've got another collaboration coming up early next week. Perfect. Which we'll definitely, which we'll definitely talk about on the pod. Um, and yeah, this guy is uh, a very good friend. He's also making me an action figure. Which is quite cool. I'm definitely going to be talking talk about, about that. 100%. Yeah. And he's been very kind to both of us, really supportive of the podcast, and he re- listens in regularly, which really means a lot. Um, and our next guest is Kevin from at Renke Customs on Instagram. And yes. uh, he's made so many epic figures since we last had him on as well, even the short space time. I think it's been like three or four months. So, yeah, it's going to be really fantastic. To, to speak to him again and, and yeah, see where he's up to with um, with life and with customs and everything else besides. It definitely will be. He's always a uh, he's always working on something. It's cool seeing his pictures and updates. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then we also, after him, we're gonna have a guest on in the next podcast who. Uh, I, I just recently discovered, again, my cousin who is at Venomous told me about him, and I showed Scott his stuff, and it's pretty unbelievable. I was blown away. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and a, a lot of his stuff, if you look at it, there are a few uh, figures that are recognizable, but for the most part, he customizes and does everything himself, builds his own, own dioramas. He builds complete rooms, basically, or cities for these figures. Yeah. And he's also a uh, a one eighteenth scale collector, which is like three and three quarter four inch figures. And his name is at Empire Toy Works. If you aren't following him, definitely go check him out, and you'll want to follow because a lot of his stuff just looks like straight up scenes from movies, but it's three inch four inch figures. Unbelievable! It genuinely does. It genuinely does look like straight from movies. And there's a one he posted the other day, like a, a video of his setup. Holy crap! <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It's, it's outstanding. I want to take Batman to that city. 
Yeah, I, w- I think every collector is going to want to visit that city. And I know that I have tons of questions to ask him. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I think we, so, we speak for both of us or so. We want to take our justice to the figures there and do some pictures. Oh, yeah, it'd be like visiting an alien city. Oh, it'd be amazing. <laughs> Uh, but he's going to be joining us. So we have a we have a very exciting next few couple of episodes, not only in a Batman episode review, but in guest as well. Yeah. And I mean, it's even it's always a fun episode of this Batman animated series because that tends to be a lot better than anything that's on TV today. Oh God, yeah, it's by a long way. As well as anything, Justice League or Batman Beyond, of course. Yeah. But any uh, any final things before we depart? Oh, well, let's talk a little bit about uh, you. You're in the midst of, and you still will be in the midst of your weekend theme. What's the weekend theme with oh, Lewis? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. The weekend theme with with Lewis this weekend is um, a Bat Family weekend, which has yes. been which has been fun to to do pictures of, to be honest, because the the Bat Family is the foundation of our page or pages I should say really and yeah Lewis's shots have been outstanding I'm really really looking forward to seeing what well I've seen what he's got to come to I'm really looking forward to seeing what people think of it because it's fantastic um, I'm yeah. a big fan of the few shots you've done so far of course because they're animated related oh, thanks yeah um, mostly animated this weekend with an Arkham one thrown in there tonight so I also love that you used an accessory of the Robin that you never see anyone use. I love that accessory. I actually pose him in the uh, in my cabinet display with that accessory. I just think it looks brilliant. I love it from the show, especially, but I just never see anyone use it, so it's cool seeing. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, it's such a cool accessory, and yeah, DC collectibles accessories are hard to come by these days. So you got to use them when we get them. Yeah, or buy a bunch of the accessory packs. Oh yeah, I do it. Which, if you say you enjoy it, I got it. There's still one available at my comic shop. I go swoop it up. Oh, do it. Well, just quickly before we finish, have you seen the two new DC Essential reveals? What are they? Holy crap. They are outstanding. There is a. Where where can I observe them? Okay, so I believe. DC Collectibles? It's not on DC Collectibles for some reason. I've got no idea why. Um, Okay. If you go on, I think it's on Batman the Animated Fan Story. Um, you'll see the two. Let's Michael. go check out Simon. Yeah, check out at Batman the Animated Fan and you'll see on his story these figures. Oh, they, they are sick. amazing. I'll definitely get both of those. Likewise, they look beautiful. The colors, the articulation, the design, they're just perfect. The colors and articulation are what I love because I have a Batman in that color, but it's an old DC Universe style one. And just it's okay, but it's very dated looking. Yeah, so that looks magnificent. I'm dang, thanks for that nice little little surprise at the end. Yeah, he, he is. Um, I have to look at it again. Batman, that figure. Ah, I love the ears. Yeah, they look sick, don't they? He's got like the long uh, Justice League animated ears. Yeah, it looks like a perfect straight up uh, 80s, early 90s Batman. Yeah, and the cat, definitely. The Catwoman, everyone thought they canceled from DC Icons. Good thing they just moved it over to Essentials. 
slowly but surely, DC collectibles are listening to us, definitely. I really do believe that because they also did that whole single card release of all the villains that everyone's been dying for and not wanting to pay scalper prices for. Yes. Hopefully they 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 listen to it. (laughs) One thing we did mention as well is that they seem to personally listen to something I've always said, but I hate those crappy white stands they come with when they ditch them, thank God. Hated those stands that come with the thickest. Yeah, they're the worst, especially the long pronged ones in the back. God, they were awful. So yeah, that that's great that they ditched them as well because it was just pointless. I never understood the purpose. Did you ever understand the purpose of the long prongs? Oh, I have no idea. They're, they're so weird. That would jet out way past the base. I'm never oh, going to pose them like that. No, I have no idea. <laughs> very strange. Uh, very uh, thing. But okay, that's good. Those are those are some good final last thoughts before we leave. Before do the guest part. Yeah, it's something I completely forgot to mention up front. But yeah, they they're very very uh, awesome looking figures. That Batman is going to be one of the best Batman figures they've put out for a while. So heck yeah! Finally, something different. Yeah, we've got some exciting stuff to look forward to. And this is all before Comic Con as well. Um, yes. And also, Which... just before we go, the, the weekly slating of the Gotham Batman suit is terrible. Uh, I saw a comparison between the Batwoman suit, the Gotham Batman suit, and the Justice League one, and the 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 Teen Titan one, and the Teen (laughs) Titan one just looks way better. Uh, It's hard to believe that Bruce Wayne is a billionaire looking at that Batman suit. Yeah, looking like cheap latex. Uh, So bad. I could go down to a uh, fancy dress party shop and buy better than that. So poor. Or a costume shop. <laughs> uh, but uh, we are, we're glad that you guys joined us. We hope you enjoyed the uh, the toy discussion, the Batman animated series episode review. Yes. And yeah, definitely, because you'll be hearing this in the midst of it, go check out Scott and Lewis while they do their Bat Family theme. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy this next guest. I know that we're both looking forward to catching up with Kevin. Yes. Uh, at Ranky Customs, and we will see you on the other side. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Tyler G here. And for those of you that collect Mezco, you know it's hard sometimes to get it, uh, pre order them on the day that they are first released because of how popular that line is in general. They tend to sell out very quickly. And you know that getting them aftermarket uh, could be just as tough, especially with people scalping and raising the prices way more than they need to be but fear not everyone for i have the answer for your mezco fix and it is at one stop toy shop on instagram and that is one the number one stop toy shop on instagram uh, he has a link to his online toy store in his bio there and it's the same thing www.onestoptoyshop.com and if you check out his selection and his prices, you will see he needs to be your answer for Mezco figures and where you need to go because he has them at great prices. If you're in the U.S., the shipping is free, and he gets them to you quick, and his packaging is top-notch. There's no way that there's any mailman or delivery person can damage the box with the way that he packages it. Your, your Mezco figure is safe. He'll get it to you. And he'll get it to you when you need it at a good price. So again, go follow One Stop Toy Shop and never miss out on a Mezco figure again.
Hello and welcome to the guest portion of DC Figures and Collectibles. We are very excited because we have another returning guest who is going to be joining us. And uh, he is a customizer, mainly in DCAU, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, and Mini Mates. And he still hasn't connected for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, do you want to say a little bit more about him while we wait? He's um, a, a DCAU fanatic. And um, what I love about Kevin is that he's got so many different characters from so many different episodes. It's not all Batman. It's not all Superman. He's got so many different characters that he's recreated and so many more to come as well, some of which we've had the privilege of seeing. And... Um, yeah, Kevin is a fantastic guy, and I'm really looking forward to having him on the show. It's, you know, as we've said, he's just the, the animated stuff that he recreates is just absolutely amazing. The customs and yeah, mind blowing. Yeah, it gives us a look at uh, some figures uh, in plastic form that we might not ever get to see. Absolutely, yeah. Because of him and his imagination and his skill, we get to see some pretty cool. Um, versions of action figures that from our favorite shows or from our favorite universe, the animated universe that we probably won't get to see DC collectibles make. We hope, no, but maybe, but uh, we're going to try to give him another call back because he still hasn't connected. And this is already going almost like the last. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yes, hopefully hopefully not, yeah. Hopefully we don't have to do it in 20 chunks, but we'll get <laughs> We'll call back in a minute. Yes. <laughs> Finally. Yes. Hello. Scott, are you there? Hello. Yes. We finally we finally did it. We already did a very glowing uh, intro for you, Kevin. <laughs> but we are Hi. finally glad to have you on again, you guys. This is at Ranky Customs, R-E-I-N-K-E Customs, and we are very excited that the app has finally allowed us to get him on and talk to him. So thank you for joining us, Kevin. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm sure your intro was good. I'll just listen to it later. <laughs> well, that's that's good. Yeah, and, uh, we uh, we have a lot to talk about, a lot to catch up on, and a lot of customs to talk about, and even ones that we got a little preview of before the conversation. Uh, like to start off with saying, Scott. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on. I'm very, very happy that you've come back, and um, yeah, it's just been awesome seeing your journey and so many cool costumes you've done since the uh, last podcast that we can talk about as well, and also a movie that you've recently seen, which I'm very much looking forward to uh, picking your brains on. Yeah, thanks. It's glad to, I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it's awesome. It a little, little longer than I thought it would, but I'm here. Yes. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah. also, first thing, uh, Scott, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. It's very kind. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting older. I, I, <laughs> I can feel it, honestly. I feel it. Especially because the cold London nights... Scott always goes and parties in London, so that's I'm, why he's I'm, usually I'm, very tired. <laughs> uh, 
So you've you've been doing a lot of great custom work lately. Thanks. A lot of stuff that you've been busting out since the last time we spoke. And the one thing that I want to ask about first, it might be the littlest thing, but it's also, I think, the coolest thing. And uh, something that I recently saw in the episode is you you touched up and customized and painted the little uh, snow globe for the Heart of Ice accessory. Oh, yeah. How how did you do that? And what did, what, did you use a brush? Did you use like a really fine tip pen? Like, what was that? process like were you scared you're gonna break it uh scared to break it uh like getting it apart at first yeah definitely um i just kind of used because i always use a space heater to get all the uh figures apart and Um, it was no different for this i just did it for a couple minutes and then just slowly kind of prying and then like sticking an exacto knife in there to kind of pop the lid off going around the edge and yeah once i finally got that off um Actually, a lot of my fine details I use a push pin to paint with. Ah, and, okay. Yeah, so that's what I did for that one. So you also painted the tank on Mister Freeze as well. How hard is it to match paint up to figures when you? Obviously, most of your figures you're going to be repainting the entire one, but for something like him where you're, you're trying to match paint, how hard is that? Oh, uh, I got lucky with him. Um, let's see. Let me look at the paint because some of the I use like kind of three different brands of acrylic paints. Yeah. They're usually acrylic, like Walmart or Hobby Lobby. And I'm trying to find the exact one. It's uh, Apple Barrel Bright Blue, and it matches just perfectly for him. Yeah, it really does. It, it just it, it doesn't even look. It, it, it just looks like it's come out the packet. It's fantastic. The and the matte finish as well. Um, you know that's something that. See a lot of people do the customizing on the animated figures, and and they don't always use like a matte finish, so you get that horrible glare on them. But you use a really <laughs> neat matte finish, so it, it looks exactly like how the figures come out the box, which is fantastic. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, he was. Uh, I do mix some paints, you know, when I need to, and that's always kind of worrisome if you, you don't mix enough at the beginning because mm. you have to match that, you know, to finish yeah. the. Paint. Yeah, I was really lucky. That blue is just, it's perfect. Yeah, it really is fantastic. And also the the green that you use for um, your custom green lantern as well with um, Kyle Rayner. That green matches the Justice League animated um, John Stewart perfectly as well. It's almost the exact match. Yeah, that one is also just straight out of the bottle. Let me see here. Mm. Like an emerald green, maybe? Yeah. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> and while we're talking about John Stewart as well, that head sculpt you made, wow. That is outstanding. <laughs> yeah, thanks. That I, I did have to mix his skin color for that, but oh here it is. It's new shamrock apple petal paint. Nice. Nah, that, that head sculpt looks phenomenal. It's so much better than the one it comes with. It looks outstanding. Yeah, I, I opened him up and I was like, oh no. <laughs> I gotta fix it. <laughs> How long did it take you to make that head sculpt? And what head do you kind of base it off? Oh, it's actually just the uh, the standard head. What I ended up doing was I, I pulled this head off and then put like maybe a little putty um, in like the head joint, so he would have a little bit longer neck. And then I, uh, let me see, just look at him here. 
I, I just added Sculpey on top of his head to kind of round it out so it's not so flat. And then I kind of I repainted his eyebrows and then reshaped his eyes just with paint. So yeah, it's yeah. all yeah, just the more aggressive. And, yeah, yeah. I kind of put a little black uh, painted in the black line between his eyebrows to look angry, and then um, gave him a little bit of a mouth there too. Yeah, it looks fantastic. He does have a properly flat head. It looks like a, a rolling pin ball just fell on his head or something, doesn't it? On the the original figure, has got yeah. a flat head. Yeah, but I'm excited head. to do the bald one too because it'll be just the exact same thing, but then not give him hair. So, oh, That's you're gonna make the JLU version? Oh yeah. Oh wow, that's awesome! If yeah, you're taking if you're taking orders, put me down for one. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the figures are on sale. They started yesterday. They're forty percent off on all the Justice League figures right now. Oh no way! Yeah. Oh, that's cool. No, I, I, if you if you were able to make a JLU John Stewart head, I would pay you a lot of money for that. <laughs> it's phenomenal. I love that head sculpt that they um they did for the JLU. It looks great. Yeah, it'll be pretty cool because I'll also do the Justice Lord, which is like the cool in between. Yes, story. yeah. Bald or is he bald? And he has a good yeah, that, that skinhead Stewart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Without completely the absolutely bald everywhere <laughs> and everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I've been planning a lot of Justice League customs uh, in the last couple months too. I'm getting ahead of myself, really, but. Yeah, because you've, you've sort of got done Batman, Superman, and, and a couple of Justice League sort of figures with Kyle Rayner. He's kind of, kind of a little bit of both. And you've also done a, a custom Hawkgirl mate as well, which is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I remember when you first messaged me, you were like, you, you were saying about it. I was like, holy crap, this is going to be awesome because <laughs> that that is really an accessory that we, we were properly missing from those Justice League figures of all of them. The Hawkgirl mate was just a huge miss. Yeah, absolutely. And the way you did it is ingenious. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I was pretty happy with that. It's so Yeah, I love that you used the, the little uh, broken plastic tie to put into the loop at the end of the, the basically useless stand otherwise. Yeah. It's funny because we that, were talking it, about those stands in the pre-show saying how stupid way they were. I think we've now got to take them back. <laughs> yep, yep. Yes. That's just it shows that in the in the hands of a brilliant mind they could turn into something that DC collectibles can uh, think to put into something that is a necessity. <laughs> it's certainly the best use I've ever seen for those stands, and probably some of the only uses as well. This, those stands are very strange. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Now, make- what is the? What was that? What is the thing at the end of the mate? Like the because you show how it's deconstructed uh, in a slow slideshow in your post. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that rubber thing? Is that like an eraser or just a weird toy? Oh, the orange actual mace head? Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, I was just kind of looking all over eBay and Amazon for a little while trying to find something. And I came across, uh, it's an accessory from one of the turtle splinter figures from, is it's either 90 <laughs> or 91. I was like, oh, so then I got that. <laughs> I got two different ones. There was a, a pink one that's a lot bigger. Scott saw the pictures when I was trying to decide between them. Yeah. And um, yeah, this orange one was kind of the perfect size. So then I just dremeled the collar off. Well, I glued the, the plastic stand into it 
and then I dremeled it down to where it would kind of blend together. And then I added the skull, like the bottom handle part where the loop is, and then up by the ball, there's that extra bit that's sculpty, and then just spray paint it gray. Perfect matte finish. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. It's so awesome. I love seeing stuff like that. Just turn a basically useless item into uh, a, a thing that we all wish we could have had with the figure. Some people are still looking for, I'm still looking for a mace. Yeah, the mace is something that really is hard. To find. With, with something like the mace, right, when you, because I, I know Tyler will probably agree, when, when we're doing really what we think are simple photo setups, sometimes they can take ages and the complicated ones, you just put it all together and it works. Do you find that is the same with custom? So you like they got the Hawk Girl Mace that could take ages and you got a figure custom that you can do and it'll just fly by and you do it quickly. Yeah, yeah, that's very true because um, the little loop on the, you know, the brown handle loop, the strap. Yeah. Um, it's funny that, you know, I just ended up using like the little plastic tag that comes on clothing. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> but when I wanted to attach that, since it was just sculpting on the bottom of the handle, I painted the yeah. loop first and then glued it on. So I glue one side, and then when I was going to glue the other, the one popped off, and it happened like five times, and I'd have to re-spray paint it four times. It was it was quite a while for that one thing, but now I know a better way around it. So, but it's definitely that. Like that took way longer than I would have expected. Yeah, I suppose it's a really tricky process to get that to. Uh to work but i mean i'm glad you definitely stuck with it because it's uh little details that are like that that make it so great so yeah thanks uh, i want to point out two things right now yeah one thing it's pretty awesome that you haven't dropped from the call so far yeah scott then... gave some tips last time. <laughs> <laughs> and then second i want to ask you what it was like when uh you partnered up with Scott to do your collaboration shots because you guys have done three, I believe. And am I right? Um, I think so. Yeah, three, and it's very soon to be four. Mm -hmm. Like literally on Monday, nice. it's going to be four, or maybe even tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> Perfect. So, and you also in the some of the pictures that you posted, you posted your shots uh, solo. I think you did that for at least one. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty cool seeing you try your hand at some more intricate uh, toy photography. And you even put some little effects there. But what what was that like? Did you enjoy doing that? Oh, yeah. I uh, My my original um, background for what I wanted to do for a career was actually visual effects and animation and compositing. And, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I have, let's see, I probably started using Photoshop in the late 90s. <laughs> Like ninety nine. Oh dang! So, yeah, no, that's the kind of stuff I love to do, and I would definitely love to do all that, you know, with all the customs and all the stuff you guys do, recreating the episodes. That would just be awesome. But, um, yeah, I don't have time right now. So maybe when I'm finally done, you know, making all the ones I want, then I'll get to that. But, oh yeah, I love the lighting and adding the effects and everything. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Till now, we have to we'll have to live through you and Scott. The moments that you do do your toy photography because it is pretty cool seeing you do that yeah and i've been thinking the same like i'm living through you since i can't do it right now so <laughs> i'm just blessed that you um are on board with doing it because I, I think it's so much fun and uh 
you get to use characters so like Spellbinder is one of my favourites because he just looks so cool and um well, it's a perfect custom. Yeah, it is. It really is. The the whole sort of I don't know, the stature of him is just fantastic. And um I love the detail of the head sculpt as well. It's just you know, I mean he's such a bold and cool looking villain, so um definitely wanted to use him. I love that purple backdrop that you used for the picture as well, because it properly like it's the complete opposite of his suit, so it really makes him stand out, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was a good, uh, you know, the mix. But then also, that's that's the color of the sky in the show. So, absolutely, yeah. Really yeah, he's from such a great yeah. episode as well. I was watching that episode last night. He's such a brilliant, brilliant character. Look at Scott doing his homework for prepping for this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's such a, a great series beyond, and yeah, that that was one of the fun ones, and because it. One thing I was always frustrated with with DC collectibles is that they never make villains from Justice League or Batman Beyond. And now, because of Kevin's customs, it's opened up a door to kind of do some collabs on that because we've done Spellbinder and also Parasite, which is just such a great shot you took for Parasite. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that was cool. I wanted to get... Because, you know, I didn't hate the shadow on his face. You know, like he has that mouth all the time. So I figured I'd try to do that with the lighting. And I think that worked out. No, oh, I definitely did. Yeah, the the eyes as well that you put on it, just brilliant. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah the, the way he's backlit. Yeah. Yeah, his Parasite is, is a character that everyone loves to hate because he, he's got such a normal voice. But he's just such an asshole. <laughs> Parasite is. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, really, really great photo. And like I say, I really enjoyed doing these collaborations. We've actually got one more that we have already done and one more in the pipeline as well. So, um, And the next one is actually a Beyond one, isn't it, that we've got planned. So mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty pretty good fun to do. There's not going to be any Marvel Endgame collaboration? <laughs> oh, not on my part, anyway. Uh, we could. I have some Marvel mini books if you want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I might have like the Justice League gathered around trying to uh, conjure up a plan to defeat them. I'm sure it won't take them very long. <laughs> did you did you see Endgame, Kevin? Yeah, yeah. My wife and I went to see it uh, opening weekend. Did you like it? Um, I liked. See, there's certain parts I loved, and then the well. I mean, you've you already talked about this, so we can spoil it, but. Um, yeah, like the fat Thor stuff was really out of tone, and I didn't like that at all. And then, yeah, what they did with the Hulk just seemed—I mean, it's kind of a natural progression. But the fact that they did it just out of nowhere, and you just had to kind of get used to it—I didn't really like that either. So, like some of the stuff I didn't like, but then like the Tony and Steve and how they wrapped all their stuff up—I love that. But so it was, yeah, really good overall. I am a Marvel fan too. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I I thought the same. There's that Professor Hulk thing. I remember people thinking that there's going to be a lot of explanation for it, and like you said, just all of a sudden, just okay, I'm Professor Hulk. Yeah. It was, so that was, uh, it was shocking. Kind of like, you know, like if a TV series jumped five years in, you'd have time to get used to it over the episodes. But it's just like, no, you got to get acclimated in about five minutes, and they're completely different characters. Here you go. It was just kind of weird. <laughs> 
Yeah, but yeah, the way they wrapped up, I think the best part was the Captain America stuff overall. I really enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. But for Scott's sake, and since it is his birthday weekend, we'll move on. Genuine question. What is the whole big deal of Holt becoming a professor? I don't, I don't get why it's such a big deal. He's just, no, no, he just all of a sudden, like, because before he could barely speak, and then uh, the next time you see him all of a sudden in a movie, he's just speaking like Bruce Banner and being all jokey and stuff, but in the Hulk form. And, yeah, and that was so the classic. I think a lot of people were, yeah, go for it. Just the classic idea of Hulk smash, none of that happened. Like, what you're yeah. with the Hulk, he's not that anymore. He's just Bruce Banner looking like the Hulk. He <laughs> might as well just stay Bruce Banner again. It, it, I don't know. It's kind of weird. He didn't do much. No. And, the, and this whole Ant Man who was trapped in like a different zone or something. It sounds to me like they just copied off Superman the animated series with the Phantom Zone. <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> are you are you speaking on Marvel's behalf or? No. <laughs> I would never. Uh, uh, but no, I just found last night it's so funny. Anyway, we've we've bashed on game enough. Actually, no, we yeah, have. It's I've your bird. Some more. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, but there, okay. There is one custom I think is hilarious that you are. I don't know if you've done you done with it, but you were doing it over Easter oh, and it's egghead. Yeah, the uh, preserver one for Scott. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited about the preserve. <laughs> he's been a tough one. For I knew he would be, but yeah, he's, he's a tricky one. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know how you can, uh, get such detail in such a small, tiny thing. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess probably it looks like you're doing it. A lot of practice with my drawings. That's kind of the same thing, especially when I really cards, but. Yeah, I I'm gonna love is such an interesting character as well. I really love that episode with him, and uh, of course, you gotta love any any episode with Lobo in. Um, he's just such a funny character. Um, yeah, since I, I'm doing him. I'm definitely gonna be doing Lobo afterwards since they go together. Oh, I'm looking forward yes. to seeing your Lobo. L- Lobo's genuinely got one of the funniest lines I've ever heard in the DCAU when he just turns around to. Callet back and just says, "Hey, hot hair." <laughs> just <laughs> loves things like that. He just throws a car at him. He's brilliant. Yeah, one of my favorite lines of his is uh, in the the main man episode when he's in the police station, I think, and he sees the mosquito and he blasts. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! And it's when he, he turned turned around to I remember after, slightly after he throws the car as well at Kelly back and he's just like awful brave talk for a dead man and he's like, I'm not dead yet he's like, oh sorry my watch is 10 seconds too fast I mean, yeah, <laughs> just great. so brilliant but now yeah. I remember when you showed some pictures of um, like the work in progress of Lobo he, he's, he's going to be awesome yeah I'm really excited but I'm worried about his hair because that's just a lot of sculpting <laughs> yeah, he yeah he's got mad hair yeah, yeah. But you just you also recently just saw a a new DC animated film, correct? Yes. Yeah, finished that uh, about an hour ago. Yeah, 
then it was Justice League versus the Fatal Five. Mm-hmm. What are your opinions? What do you think coming fresh off of seeing a new Bruce Tim Justice League animated film? Um, it was definitely really cool to see them all back. Um, um, it, a little light on story overall, but uh, I think honestly my favorite part was just hearing the different musical cues, you know, like when Batman showed up for the first time and Superman and then just little Justice League bits in there. Yeah. Wonder Woman's yeah, intro yeah. is amazing, isn't it? The what? The the Wonder Woman intro is just amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. And um, you know, the ending it ended up having you know pretty good ending, but just kind of at first, I'm like this is a little all over the place, but it, it was still really good. What did you think of um, Jessica Cruz as Green Lantern? She was pretty cool, and if. Are we spoiling anything? Oh yeah, that's good. Oh, we've already yeah. spoiled it before. They... Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. The uh, the biggest shocker was her ring getting cut. Yeah, and then again later with um, uh, whatever the queen lady and I don't know their names, but when her face got hit, I was like, Whoa. just those were um, kind of like, <laughs> shocking moments. But yeah, and a yeah. lot of the fight choreography was really good too. Yeah, and the the redesigns of some of the villains were um, were really really good as well. I I, I just love um, I just love the Emerald Empress looks really cool with the green eyes. She's she's pretty cool. Validus is just amazing. What absolute beast he is! <laughs> I think my favorite part was when uh, Batman just dominates that one guy up with barely moving, and the guy just looks at him and says, "You are scary." <laughs> That is my favorite part. <laughs> Batman is just such a badass in it as well. I love it when he turns around his life, <laughs> pressure points. <laughs> yeah. like, you may not be human, but you fall like one and just punches the guy in the face. Brilliant. And then just like a quick shot of when he was, you know, falling out of the javelin and then he's gliding with his cape. That was pretty cool. Yes, yeah. And there's that popular meme going around as well, like even though everyone in, in this ship can fly, they still have to ride in Batman's javelin. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that. Batman just sits there at the front. No, everyone stays in order and they've all got seat belts on as well. <laughs> it's just the best thing ever. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, uh, but it just gives you goosebumps hearing those um, hearing those same voice um, voice actors and actresses like talking with the characters again. It's just so amazing. Yeah, especially with their little theme song. Yeah, Wonder Woman, I think, was the best. Like, kind of like, didn't sound like she changed at all either. She was really good. Yeah, very true. One thing I was going to ask you on the last pod, and um, I feel like it's a good time to ask you now: Are you with Superman? Are you a Tim Daly guy or a George Newbern guy? Tim Daly. This is a very good question. <laughs> yeah, Tim Daly for sure. Just because he's the one I knew first. And then, oh, yeah, Newburn, like he got really good, but at first I was like, "Whoa, he's my match." <laughs> yeah, it, it is strange, isn't it? It is a shame they couldn't at least have the same guy throughout the entire DCAU as the as the same voice of Superman. See, that's how it was for me too, as well, because I first heard Tim. Yep. 
So it was a little jarring. Yeah, exactly. But Newburn, yeah, he did pretty good by the end, you know, trying to mimic Tim Daly's sound. I think he came really into his own in Justice League Unlimited when it was yeah. when it got really personal for Superman. Like that, I just think the way that George Newbern delivers lines just unbelievable. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he's incredibly quotable um, voice actor. Really delivers them great. Now, seeing that movie, does that inspire you to make any of those figures? Um, I just have so many right now that I. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if my current list, especially because I keep adding more Justice League, is a good two years of work. Wow! Because I could see, I could see Jessica Cruz being a very easy custom. Well, I mean, not very easy in the terms of like I couldn't do it because I don't know how to paint. But for someone as skilled as you, like a quick chop up a head of Lois Lane and a few little touch ups. <laughs> Yeah, she'd be pretty cool. I mean, she would be the one I would do for sure out of anyone. Mm. Oh, you have your mountain court building then with Kyle Rayner. <laughs> oh, that's true. That would look sick altogether. Yeah. Um, didn't you, as a result of that movie and a lot of the popularity that it has garnered, there are rumors and there are a lot of people hinting, and we talked about it in the pre-show that there's going to be a complete Justice League reunion with the full cast. What do you think about that? That would be awesome. Is that how, how true how true are the rumors? That's dumb. How solid is this info? I think, Scott? Well, I think it's pretty solid. So you've got this Kevin Conroy who's publicly come out on Twitter and voiced his support not only for a movie but also a series and – He's talked about Arkham. He wants to do an Arkham game as well, on a side note. But, um, wow. And I know, I know Susan Eisenberg has been on the DC Universe um, mm-hmm. app show. I don't know the exact name of it, but she's been on there recently talking about it. And she's definitely up for it. And, um, yeah, I, I think all of them will be, will be interested coming back on. There was a recent picture that I think Susan Eisenberg put on a story of all the cast together. Um, in in a picture with, with obviously fellow Mar, Marco Rosenborn, um, Maria and um, yeah, everybody was there and the whole cast and they're all on board with doing it. So that's pretty cool. <clears throat> and I think I think if you know if it was down to them, they'd one hundred percent do it. It's just I think it's um quite literally money. They they if if Fatal Five does well financially, I think it, it's a no brainer that they'll do it. As we said in the pre-show, you know the the fans, if they want it, they've got to put their money where their mouth is and support the the movie. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I hope it would be longer too. <laughs> yeah, because they've got so many more characters and stories they can explore with it. As we said in the pre-show, they've got so many different areas and routes they can do, and all the still main cast um, are, are still there, but, you know, they're, they're still alive. You've still got Lex Luthor and people oh, like okay. that who can still come back. Clancy Brown and yeah, so many people that could come in and, and still, you know, offer the services to, to this without you know having to recast everybody. Yeah, that'd be really great. Now, I, we also were talking about and we want to get your input as well. Uh, because they mentioned that they would be up for doing a season, would you, as a as a fan of the show, 
would you prefer them do it how they used to do it with around like 20 plus episodes with a lot of two or three parters would you want like a 10 to 13 episode really tightly written uh long story probably a long story because i really enjoyed how they did the cadmus stuff yeah and if they did it, very- and like just release one episode at a time because I'm, I'm not a binging guy i don't i can't sit down and watch stuff for hours i I'm, I'm weird i kind of prefer to stretch things out like even you know when the justice league figures came out i'm opening them one a month and i'm Dang. four in maybe and i'm a little behind i need, i think i was supposed to open one last week so just because the months are going by so quick and there's just so much going on i thought it'd be pretty easy to stretch them out like that so as far as me yeah. i would prefer them to stretch them out too but that is disciplined i gotta say <laughs> Yeah, my wife always says how disciplined I am, and yeah, that that's one <laughs> way for sure. Yeah, that is like uh, that, is, that is definitely some some strong will. <laughs> it's just because you know I'll eventually I know I'll have them all in, you know, by the end of eight months, and cool to kind of focus on one at a time. Plus, I'm kind of fixing things as I open them. Aquaman didn't have to do anything, but Superman, uh, I think I'm gonna give him better eyebrows they're just kind of straight across and they need a little more shape oh nice oh, that's yeah. that sounds good definitely have to post a little photo of that at least in your story or something yeah yeah i'll get it post up i just i haven't even done it yet and he's been open for about a little over a month now how are his hips <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> uh they're not great so i'm using one of the uh <laughs> clip-on stands from the end of the Batman, not the end, but you know, like the the harder spring clamps that they started incorporating. Oh, from the yeah, that's what it is. The better version. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think I probably got like five, five or six Superman two packs for customs, so I have a lot of those. Things. Oh, yeah. Dang, you don't mess around. No. Now talking about the since we are talking about new figures and there has recently been new DC animated figures, have you gotten a chance to take a look at them or have you bought them or what do you think about them? Yeah, oh they're great. Um, I I use uh, DCBS, the discount comicbookservice dot com because they're thirty three percent off. You know for oh wow yeah so you just pre order them and and I think the way they do that is they have their orders open for just the one month. And all the orders they collect, that's the only thing that they order from DC. So they're able to do a discount because they know everything's sold. So you can't actually go on, you know, right now and buy them. It's just you have to catch them in the one month they're up. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, they came in last Friday, I think. They all look really great. I'm, I'm excited to open them, but it might be a while. You're going to stretch those out as well? Uh, yeah, probably. Because um, nice. even the, the GCB... GCPD set. I still have yet to open Bane. Oh wow! Oh yeah. I don't know. Based based on just uh, in first impressions, what do you think is your favorite of the newest wave? Hmm. Going into it, I was I would say Scarecrow, but Two Face is really great, and uh, you know it's kind of a game to be, and then 
Hardak Batman. He just looks so cool. Yeah. Uh, That's so funny you say that. Yeah, it's tough to choose. Definitely. But then I'm actually... And are you... Huh? Are you going to be... Are you going to be obtaining a lot of the new single releases of the Rogues Gallery figures for customs and such? Uh, The only one I've kind of thought that I could use would be two more Banes. Um, One for lockup and... Uh, I knew it. Ooh, Ubu. Yeah. Infinite. That'd be awesome. As soon as you said, as soon as uh, you said Bane, I knew one of them was going to be lockup. I did not think Ubu. Yeah, Ubu's great. How can a character be so good when he only says one thing? (laughs) He even gets a little bit of cameos later down the line, right? Uh, Yeah, he's in the Demon Reborn, I think. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That that's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad that they're releasing uh the Rogues Gallery packs in single carded. Mm-hmm. Um, might be able to do something with Poison Ivy, but I haven't really decided. She's just really small. Yeah, she is. I'm so hoping that they've put all the new articulation and things on them. I was reading up about them after the pod, so I know we mentioned it, but um, sorry after the pre-show because I know we mentioned it, and it does say, um about articulate it does mention articulation in there the, the super articulated so hopefully we'll see some new parts added that'd be pretty cool yeah that'd be cool yeah i know i definitely need a new mr freeze because those the little tubes around his joints are starting to crack finally he has, oh. he has superman hip syndrome as well doesn't he mr freeze he does he does <laughs> Superman hip syndrome. <laughs> uh, You'd think Kryptonian yeah, joints would be a bit stronger, wouldn't you? But clearly not. <laughs> They're feeble here. And Mr. Freeze is a liar as well. His suit doesn't triple his strength at all. No. At least not in this version. <laughs> uh, now, since, uh, since we asked you last time your favorite top three episodes... And we've been having a few guests on. Uh, we haven't asked anyone this yet, but we want to introduce it with you. We want to. We're gonna put you on the spot a little bit. So, uh, w- if you're looking at Batman the Animated Series, what would you say is the most underrated great episode? Hmm. The one that doesn't get a lot of love, but is actually really good once you you check it out. Possibly, because it's one of my favorites. It's yeah, probably in my top five. But I mean, I heard, I, I don't remember what guests included it in his top three, but I Am the Night. Oh, that's a great choice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, probably Son of Martha. Yeah, it might have yeah, been Son of Martha. That is a great episode. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's fairly underrated and definitely one of my favorites. Just the Know, all the psychological aspect to it is really great. Yeah, I mean that's a pure Batman story, isn't it? And you know, no major villain as such. It's just purely about Batman battling with himself. It really does offer a like a whole new perspective on the character. Mm-hmm. Shows how much of importance Alfred is too, not just to maintaining the house, but maintaining his mental sanity. Yeah, even Dick Grayson a little bit too. 
Yeah, when Alfred can't do it alone, he's like, got to call in Robin. Mm -hmm. Can't can't do this alone. Yeah, that's the episode that is uh, making me want to make that Dick Grayson, too. Oh, please. That's going to be great. Probably look a lot. He needs it, honestly. I think you should definitely make a um, a Robin custom like motorcycle head. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, that uh, bat cycle that's coming up. Yeah, I had thought about uh, doing Nightwing, uh, giving him the motorcycle head because oh, nice. uh, I I bought the uh, the Kenner motorcycle that they made. Uh, yeah. You know, whenever the show was on, it's a little small. <laughs> I was hoping it'll be a little <laughs> bigger. But it might be able to work to kind of fake it. So that's kind of on the list too. But Rob, inflation extends the action figure world as well. The what? Inflation extends the action figure world as well as the financial one. Yeah. Oh, that would be really amazing if you could make that custom. Yeah. It's actually, speaking of that, are you looking forward to getting the bat cycle? Imagine you are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be really cool. And I like how the base, uh, you know, it's got the two sides and one of them being the bat cave door. That's pretty cool. Oh, I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a drunk down version, but it works works pretty well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Definitely probably going to have to get two. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that'd be cool. Not I even. don't know if I have room for two. We'll ah. I don't know. Just because I've made so many customs that are filling up, it you know, like I had a certain display in mind, and then once I just expanded my list, everything's changed. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Especially, uh, gosh, I bet after you see a lot of these things, you have so many ideas, like you said, and I can't imagine just the amount of time putting in just the paint work and just uh, with the, what's his name? Spellbinder, it just again looking at his head sculpt and looking at the detail that and just, how much time would you say went into just doing the head sculpt alone of him? Um, <clears throat> well, his recipe is uh basically Nightwing's body with Firefly's head, so oh, okay. I kind of pulled you know the antenna off and then just trembled the eyes off. And yeah, I was thinking it would be pretty difficult to paint that swirl on, and it started out. Yeah, it was pretty rough. So then I was like, well, how about I just use a Sharpie? So then I got that to be like the main pattern. And then I painted enough over it to where it didn't have that, you know, purple Sharpie. Oh, cool. So, yeah, that that looks pretty good. That's brilliant. Yeah. And I, yeah, not just one figure. <laughs> yeah, what took the longest was, you know, all the lines that they might use painter's tape to mask off. And even just going around like his wrist, it's not just like one piece of tape. It's like four because like kind of the angle on it, it's not like a perfect cylinder. It's just squished enough where you can't just wrap one piece around. So yeah, him and Parasite, both the the masking on them was very time consuming. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine. You have the, you seem like, well, we already know based on how you open your action figures, you do have patience. <laughs> and I, I also collect uh, like the Mafex um, and figure arts, depending who's better. Um, the Dark Knight 
movie trilogy figures, and I got a bunch oh, of those. Cool. So nice. Which version did you go with on the Dark Knight? Just himself. Uh, I went for both because one goes on the bike and one stands up. Uh, that's true. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. First, I got the figure arts one, and then uh, Mayfix put their three point out, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." So, but uh, he's most. Yeah, and especially with the new release of the Bruce Wayne figure and the additional pieces that you could add on to the Mayfix, uh, the new version of it. Yeah. I mean, it's making me want to get the the newest version of the Dark Knight just because of all the little extra goodies. Yeah, and I realized, too, that they were pretty smart putting the ski mask head in with Bruce because you can actually put that, you know, on his body for when he visits Gordon in the hospital. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So Dang. I'm probably going to be like you and end up getting both. Because <laughs> I originally got like all the Mattel ones from when Dark Knight came out, but they're kind of slowly replaced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're definitely showing their age as of late. Yeah. <laughs> even in watching Dark Knight recently, looking at Two Face, even the, the graphics are starting to age, starting to show a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Still a great movie, yeah. though. <laughs> It was just, uh, but actually, something that I remember you asked me to ask you about, which was a neat package that you have received in the post today. Yeah. Now I'm very, very intrigued to see what what you've got. Um, there's a user on Instagram. I actually came across him from a Facebook group, a Batman group in there, and he was putting uh, model sheets up for sale. Yeah. And, uh, the Instagram user, he's consumer collectibles and he sells, I'm not sure which ones he actually has for sale, but in the Facebook group, he put up, it's a bunch of new Batman adventures, uh, all the model sheets. He didn't have Batman, like any of the actual costumed heroes, but I got uh, Bruce and Joker and then my brother wanted Tim Drake. So I got him and then he threw in three extras of um, Mayor Hill, which I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of funny. And Jack Lander and Lucius Fox, so that they oh, were kind yeah. of like, yeah, they were surprises. I didn't know they would be in there, but yeah, that's pretty cool to have model sheets. That's fantastic! Awesome. Yeah, especially for characters that we kind of hoped that DC would make. Lucius Fox figure would be way cool. Yeah, 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 and he's, I got it. Was he in like one episode of New Batman Adventures? Maybe. I believe so. It's with uh, Double Talk of yeah. Ventriloquist. Yeah. And then he's also in my favorite episode, Feet of Clay, at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Which I love him for those episodes. <laughs> yeah, I was just surprised to see this because he said he was going to throw in three random characters from the show that he didn't think would sell very well. And I was like, oh, okay. And then it was just kind of neat to see those three. But um, well, he gave them to the perfect collector. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of why he did it. Because he knew that, you know, I'd appreciate it. My my ultimate goal is to get a cell. One of those. But right now, the model sheet's pretty cool. That's awesome. I have a cell. Now, you, is the, when you, Scott mentioned that you have a figure that you're making for him. Is that the, uh, the one we already talked about? Yeah. Yeah, that's the preserver. Okay. All right. I didn't know if Scott had another thing up his sleeve. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I know, I've said it already, but I'm so excited about the preserver. Um, so what can we expect from Renke Customs coming up very shortly? Have you got any exciting projects that you, you're kind of going through? I know we've talked about ones at Lobo, but what else have you got to come? Uh, well, I just finished up the uh, TNBA Barbara. Ooh. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, I, I sent a picture of her to Scott for his birthday gift. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, she is, she is brilliant. And I, I quit mentioning for Catwoman as well. I, I love the Selena Cow new adventure she made. Oh, yeah. So uh, good. Yeah, I'm really happy. Very. You got to do a picture of her lying on the bed with a bunch of jewels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great, great. Yeah. Uh, let's see what. Else. But yeah, like Scott said, it's perfect though. Yeah, like she just kind of happened because I had the parts. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be cool to see her because she wasn't originally on my list. She's not like a must-have, but it's just really neat, yeah. unique one. Yeah, because everybody always goes for the original animated series on, and and to be fair, rightfully so. But I love the the design and the recreation you made on. The new Avengers one because the the new Avengers Catwoman is well she's in it quite a lot to be fair so it's pretty cool to see her recreated in new Avengers style Selena because she, she is a very cool character yeah and then uh, I also want to eventually make new model sheet stands for the custom like I don't think I'm going to be able to do them all but whatever I can find they'd be pretty cool so they match because I actually do use the stands I just cut the backs off yeah. Same here. Yeah. But I can't stand those problems. No, no they take way too much room. Unless they're being used for Hulk Girls Mason, that's an acceptable use. Exactly. That's just brilliant. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, yeah, I mentioned Lobo. He's going to take a good amount of time, I think. Um, I've had the anti cryptomancy Superman suit uh, working for quite a few months. I I did his legs, and then I had his torso already, and then I stole it for the Batman Beyond Superman instead. So, kind of got to start his torso over, and he'll probably be the next after Lobo. Then there'll be a Raish uh, in the green case. Um, I mean, yeah, I love that Batman Beyond Superman that you made. Oh my god, he's outstanding. The head sculpt is just. Berserk, well, the, the details that you put on it, and I uh, love the, the extra bits that you added onto his arms as well. Oh, yeah, that's just a uh, painted styrene. Oh, that's that so good, <laughs> it looks so perfect, though. Thanks. Um... Now, did you also, since we talked a little bit about it in the pre show, you heard about uh. Who might be cast as the new Batman? I did. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm, I'm calling him Patman. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's actually a good, the first time I've heard that. <laughs> but uh, I, I've never seen anything he's been in, so I can't really judge. And I mean, from what I've heard, that's also that also is very good. Yeah, from what I've heard, he's done a lot of good work in the last few years. But I have no idea. It, it's weird at first, like, oh, boy. And he doesn't really have the right look. But 
I, I read, I think it was today that, you know, he's not officially cast yet. And I guess they're still going to go through the process of like, if they, if who they choose doesn't look right in the suit, they're going to choose someone else. So I don't know. It, it might not be him, but we'll see. What do you think? I'd love to, I'd love to know what test suit they're going to use as well. Cause um, Bale had to use Kilmer's suit, didn't he? So I'd, I'd love to know. I'd love to yeah. know what suit they're going to use for that. Yeah, that'd be interesting to know. What you ask? What yeah. do we think? I mean, I guess I could listen later, but well, we got. Yeah, well, we'll we'll tell you a little bit now. Well, the only thing that I really said to to Scott because he said a lot like you, he didn't really see anything that yeah. he's in. Yeah, right, I've not really seen anything to be honest. And unfortunately, I've seen a few of the uh, Twilight films. And just because they were free on TV and they were so bad that it was almost funny to watch. Well, it was funny. It wasn't almost funny. <laughs> but um, the thing I, th- I think that it's it's a good timing that for him that he was just cast as the main lead in Christopher Nolan's newest film. Oh. And uh, so I think that if Christopher Nolan has faith in him that he could be a good Batman. And hmm. also like you said you've heard he's been good in recent stuff and i don't blame him for being in twilight i mean he got his career off the ground and he worked with the material he was given right so we'll see yeah if that is the case if that is the case that he's batman yeah but yeah. it could be interesting and then did you see the new batwoman trailer uh i haven't watched it kind of scrolled by in one of my feeds but i didn't actually watch the whole thing yet I saw the image of the suit. It's kind of hard to see, but the bat suit, not not Batwoman's, but Batman's in the background. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they make it. We, we were talking about how it looks like he's a giant in that <laughs> picture in scale comparison. <laughs> I think he's an eight foot bat. But yeah, there is, it looks like there's a lot of cool Batman media coming out, and we're ex- we're definitely excited to see all the new projects you come you're going to be coming out with and you the one that you care to talk a little bit about the one that you gave us a preview of right before we came on the show it's absolutely right thanks um it's from a little it's a from actually an animated film that doesn't get enough love even though it is a pretty good animated yeah yeah i enjoyed it uh let's see it i'm just trying to think because i actually pretty much did the bulk of her work months ago um there's a new adventures poison ivy body and then it's sculpted on her gloves the belt and the symbol and then for her little gauntlet spikes that's actually just little pieces of cardboard that i glued on yeah because i was like if i sculpt these they're gonna break off but cardboard (laughs) the cardboard i've had to re-glue two of them uh once each but at least you can just and what he what he's talking about is he made a custom Batwoman from Mystery of the Batwoman. And yeah, he sent us a picture and that's what he's describing oh. right now. Because I didn't say what yeah, sorry, it was. We're gonna but, use yeah. that picture for the show and then people could just kinda see it that way. But Oh, holy holy crap. It the my favorite part just from looking at it. I mean, outside of the fact that it looks perfect to the show, and I love that style of suit for Batwoman. I think the the way you sculpted the symbol is just so cool looking. Thanks. 
Yeah, I really like the the curves on it. Came out pretty smooth, and that actually didn't take too long. I was surprised, but what was really uh, surprising that worked out very well was the that's actually New Adventures Batgirl's head, but then I cut her ears off, and I used um, the Gods and Monsters Batman ears that I cut off to make my Flash. Uh, yeah, I cut little grooves in her head and just kind of stuck them in and then sculpted over to smooth it out because they had the right shape compared to Batgirl's ears. I'm really glad that is brilliant. Awesome. Like, That's funny too because we were just talking about those. Oh, ears. yeah. <laughs> like, Scott did a picture recently with that Batman. Oh, nice. Yeah, that, that so. Gods and Monsters Batman is such a cool figure. I bet, it, bet it's brilliant for, for customers. Oh, yeah. I've used them a lot. I bought probably at least four of them. Because one of them is <laughs> going to go to Shreve. Ah. Yeah. That, that one is one that I'm really excited about. Me too. <laughs> Very excited. What is your favorite custom that you've made? Ooh. <laughs> That's tough. Um, I still really, I, I still go back to Flash and Spellbinder as just kind of really awesome standouts. Flash because those little ears that I sculpted. I mean, that's I use more of a rubber uh, compound so they so it wouldn't snap off. I was really happy how those kind of turned out pretty well. Yeah. Um, still them. Blight's pretty cool, though. I do like him. Oh, I love Blight. Absolutely brilliant. I love the glow that you put for his uh, head sculpt as well. Yeah, Blight is magnificent. Yeah, I just... The other one that I... The other one I think is a standout, because I personally love the episode, is the calendar. calendar oh, girl. yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I've started to make so many of them. I'm kind of forgetting like which ones are custom. Like when I look up at the collection, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a custom. (laughs) (laughs) That just shows how skilled you are. Because I think the calendar girl looks perfection. I don't think you'd get a better version. Yeah, she was. Have I mentioned the recipe on her? I don't don't remember if I posted that. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. Think I don't. I don't know. But let's go. Let's refresh. It's uh, the lowest legs and skirt and the Talia chest and arms and then Poison Ivy Adventure's head. And then that's just all sculpted hair. Really? That's awesome. I can't believe you even sculpted the hair. Yeah, yeah. That came out pretty cool. And and then her weapon. Way cool. Weapon is a Creeper's pool cue. And then... (laughs) I did, like the figure bubble plastic for her blade. Uh, love it. I love it. Cue. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I got two of him. One of them is, uh, I think he's going to end up going for Bizarro. Oh, you're going to do Bizarro. Uh, yeah. Uh, meet me. Uh, that's one of my favorite versions of Bizarro is the anime. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> Actually, no, t- technically, I'm not excited. It has to be, doesn't it? It's Bizarro. Yeah. <laughs> Get your Bizarro talk right, Scott. Uh, me, I'm not sorry. 
<laughs> Better or worse? Uh, love it. Well, is there any other figures that we have not touched on yet that are coming down the pipeline relatively soon from your creative hand? Let's see, soon? Hmm. Flipping through my pages here. Uh, Clock King might be soon. Oh, yeah. Also, he definitely deserves a figure. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I had to get it in. Someone had to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's, uh, He's, again, he's going to look a lot like Z-Loose. Z It'll be a similar recipe. And, you know, just mainly using the Riddler. It'll be good. Uh, Brainiac, I started kind of the oh, basic. Oh, Brainiac. Together. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited Dang. for Brainiac. I love Brainiac. His voice is so good. Such oh, yeah. a cold character. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. You don't live in California, do no, you? No, I'm actually in Kansas City. Ah, I'm gonna say if Scott came to visit, we're just gonna go over and see all your 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 stuff in action. <laughs> yeah, that'd be because this is just sounding too good. <laughs> and uh, I guess one other surprise uh, would be, I really want to get the Jetwing Batman, you know, from World's Finest, and use it a couple other times. But his, you know, his no. wing pack. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He'll be cool. I don't know when he'll be, but I've got. Just uh, the TNBA Batman up on a flight stand, all ready for it, but no wings or anything. No <laughs> oh, I'm so pumped! So pumped yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna be cool. If I can, yeah, I, I think I have him worked out. I'm gonna use Mister Freeze's head. Oh, I think I am. I don't remember. I planned a lot of these recipes like over a year ago, so. <laughs> Oh, really Dang! Saying that again just shows how much work you put in each figure. Oh yeah, and then they change a lot too. Not just the in the process of figuring yeah. it out. Especially if parts come in, I'm like, well, that's not going to work at all. I figure something else out. Yeah, yeah. Which is the case with uh, how the mace was going. You had multiple different things. Yeah, test them out. Yeah, because it kind of the head of the mace changes size so much in the animation that I just kind of went with a good in between that looks about right. Well, if Scott said it's okay, then you know. Yeah, and I actually asked him. I pretty much said the same thing. I was like, "You're kind of the expert." Here, so. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's so true. Well. Scott, do you have any any last words before we, we move uh, on? Yeah, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Um, it means a lot, and I know you're a busy guy, so taking the time to come on really does mean a lot to both of us. And um, yeah, keep killing it with the customs because you really do inspire, and um, absolutely loving doing the collaborations as well. Um, it's fantastic. Yeah. Really, really enjoying it. I'm very, very thankful that you're gonna be on board with it it's fantastic yeah of course and then I same to you Tyler if you want to do any collaborations that'd be cool too because you've done a little more Photoshop if you want you know like to actually hey, if, if you're if you're extending the offer I uh, I will take you up yeah. on that 
I'll definitely uh, be reaching out because that sounds like some yeah, fun. both of you. It'll be great. And thank you for having me on again. Hi. No problem. Of course, we're gonna have you on again. Do an mm-hmm. update. See where everything's going. And yeah, the best part about this, outside of getting to actually talk to you and uh, nerd out and talk about how much we love your work and your skill and your craftsmanship and getting to hear your recipes and all that. The best part is that we actually got to do this whole thing without having to, without having the app drop. <laughs> so thank you. Anchor. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Anchor. Also, we're, we're going to be doing uh, for all you listeners, we're going to be doing another question and answer very soon. But for those of you that have the anchor app, you could actually send us audio messages uh, through the app and we could incorporate you into the show audio wise. So it doesn't have to just be us trying to say your name and everything. And hopefully we can say it right. So if you have the anchor app, you can start sending in audio messages to either Scott or I, and we will get those into the show. And yeah, again, thank you. Big thank you to Kevin for taking out uh, time from his day. It's always an honor to get to talk to him. We love his work again. And it's always just fun getting to, uh, nerd out and talk about DC animated universe because that is our favorite at least here on this show and so big thank you to all you guys that listen uh, continue to uh, write us or in this case send us audio messages if you can but thank you for the continued support uh, Scott and I are very very grateful and thankful and yeah we, this is DC figures and collectibles where we could spend an hour talking about just the DC animated universe all day <laughs> so Thank you again for joining us, and we will speak to you soon with another great guest.